but some are concerning just prime time and what happened and stuff. I, I like I don't really know. Okay, so like, listen. But we, if you we, don't want whatever you want to talk about, this is fine. this is I'm, a, I'm not not going to go into the not prime at all. time story. It's I okay. Mean, listen, it's, it's a, what what's the point of the broad, of the you know what's the oh, point oh, of oh, this? Hold on one second. So yeah. this is um, Pat. Uh, this is the Learning to Lose podcast, as you know, and I'm really excited. And I kind of am with you. We don't even need to fuck all that. But I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like this was one of our goals to have someone like Randy on the podcast. You know, like, so this is a really special podcast for me, and I'm just really excited to be doing it. And I just want to say that right up front. Um, Randy is here. I am here yeah. right now. <laughs> right now. And Randy, uh, I've shared about Randy a few times. Um, the shoe, tying your shoes. Yeah. Is that like kind of your thing or is that like... It's one of my things. It's, it's one of the things people reference. Yeah, yeah. People can, hear can, the tapes, they talk about the shoe story. Can we just get that real quick? And the shower story. Well, can, we just, can you just tell sure, us? Sure, sure, sure. Well, first of all, I'm Randy. Yeah. I'm alcoholic. Yeah. Hi, Randy. Hi, guys. Uh, I, I like to say that when I start, I'm alcoholic. What that means is my body is allergic to alcohol. I can never, ever drink alcohol successfully again yeah. because I have become allergic to it. Uh, mm. The reason I became allergic to alcohol was because I have this mind. Mm. It's a self-talking mind that talks to me. And... The way that it talks to me is not nice. It's not friendly. It's a fault-finding, opinionated, unsatisfiable mind. Oh, my God, dude. I'm trying to meditate. We just meditated for 10 minutes. Right. I can't. My mind is, is trying to kill me. Yeah. I just left the shoot. <clears throat> and I'm going crazy. I mean, everything's great. Right. But my partner just said he didn't want me on the shoot. Mm. Well he, well, he said, because I turned down the music. I wanted to turn the music down for a second to make a video and get good audio. And he, and, and he said, you know, he's a big shot director. Mm -hmm. he, he's a big shot. It's his set. No, I mean, that's what my mind will, will tell me. And he said, you turned down, you're, you're turning down the music. Like, like, just let me do my thing. And, and I'm like, you know. And he said that it hurt me. Mm -hmm. I didn't make a scene, right? but I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm still, but, but on the way home, I was listening to your, your 12 step and I was like, um, let's just try not to rile them up. You know what I mean, Billy? Rummy, rummy, rummy. Um, so, so, so I, it, it, it inspired me. It inspired me to send him a text. I love you. I love you. Proud of you. I really am like he set this whole thing up, you know, and, and it's a great it, it's going to be a great video. And it's sort of this kind of stuff I want to be doing more like there's a good budget. We were able to hire like the DP. So it's like and I'm over here doing this and me and my my I'm doing my own little trying to make a reality show, getting followers. And we're we're that's good for the company, too. And we're a great team, you know, mm -hmm. and he was under some stress and some pressure. And I did something and he wanted the music and. He, maybe he thought I was going to want it off for the whole time. I don't know. Whatever the, whatever happened, he, sure. he got, he said some shit and I'm just so sensitive, right? you know, and I'm just thinking about it on the way home and I'm God, please just God, 
how would you have me see this? Listen to Randy. I text him, and he says, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm te- I text him, by the way, just so that he'll reassure me that we're okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of for me. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it's supposed to be for him. Yeah. But it kind of is for him, too. Like, I don't know. But, but, but yeah, I'm just kind of here to say that, yeah, I get it. Like, my mind. So we're trying to meditate, and I'm just... It comes in, and I'm like, okay, get it out. And then I'm trying to breathe, and I'm, I'm really trying. But I don't know. Right now, I'm just – sometimes just talking about it is, is my way. Yeah. But sorry, continue. No, that's good. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, well, so I don't know what we're continuing. Well, you, you, were, you were saying how you I was just describing – you yeah. know, I think there's, there's – and, and, and when you're talking, yeah. just try to keep your, your – um, mouth about a fist away or less or whatever. Cool. So, you know, I'm sober a long time. Like 32 years. 32. That's right. a long time. That's, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I drank till I was 27. Yeah. Took a lot of drugs. Uh-huh. But I'm sober for 32 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? Uh, when I was 27, my sponsor was 52. My first sponsor. And he was like this old guy. He was a really old guy. And I said to him, I said, you know, when I'm 52, I'm going to have 25 years of sobriety. And he said, no, you won't. <laughs> Talk about a resentment. Anyway. I made Wait, it. what do you mean? I made it. He was like, no, you're not going to make it. Oh, because so many people don't make it. Yeah. He was like, no, you're not. Yeah, I don't think Billy, I, when I asked Billy to sponsor me, what what were you what were you thinking? Well, you were already sober a while. Yeah, but he was like, "This guy's not going to call me." Oh yeah, I didn't think so because usually they don't call. You yeah, know? nobody calls. I mean, who you give out your number and nobody <laughs> yeah. calls. And, and then he was saying uh, on the last podcast we did with Gary Lit and Paul, he was saying how yeah maybe he'll call for a little while mm-hmm. and then he'll stop calling, which yeah. is literally ninety percent of the time. I happen to be working with someone right now who's at Liberty House in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, my family actually paid for him mm-hmm. to go for 14 grand for the first couple months. Nice. It's where I got sober. It's mm-hmm. a kind of place where you have chores, you write words. There's landmines in the house to bring out character defects, and mm-hmm. then they fucking address them in a group setting, like sometimes till the sun comes up. Like, nice. oh, you don't want to see your part? well, we're going to force you to see your part. So they sort of force willingness and humility for certain types of alcoholics who I think need it. I mean, there are some that, I mean, I don't, I I don't know if I, I don't think I would have been able to make it if I was on my own in my parents' house. Like I just, but maybe I could have, I just think I needed that for a little while. Yeah. Everybody needs what they need to hit their bottom, to have their, their type of sobriety. That's what's so beautiful about the program is that there's a lot of ways. Everybody does the steps their own way. Everybody does. Right. One of the most misused lines in the big book is, um, if you're willing to go to any length, Mm. most people think of that as any length, like Mm. this huge thing, like are you willing to cut your left arm off to stay sober? No, I'm not willing to go to any length. Right. I'm willing to go to any length. 
Oh. I'm willing to pick up the phone. Whoa. I'm willing to go to a, a treatment center, even though I don't want to. I'm willing to go to a meeting, but I'm not going to listen. I sponsored a guy. He got court ordered to go to meetings. And he was, he went because he got court ordered, but he only went to Spanish speaking meetings. And he doesn't speak a word of Spanish. <laughs> Why? Is that crazy? Why? He didn't want to hear anything. Oh, my God. He was so, like, I'll go to meetings and get the thing signed. I don't know why he didn't figure out he could just sign it himself. So, so what it means by we're willing to go to any lengths is it means that if, if you even have the, the smallest amount of willingness, yeah. it's a good place to start. That's and, right. And it kind never of, thought of it that way. Neither have I. What a play yeah. on words. Interesting. And I always think, or just now when you, when you bring that up, I think of uh, something I heard like a long time ago in Bible in church about all you need is the willingness of a mustard seed or mm-hmm. all, all you need is you know to find god or whatever yeah if you have we're just if you're looking. willing to go to any length you can have this thing mm. like the tiniest little just go to a meeting just pick up a phone just just open the book but you got to have some willingness yeah. if you want to have this uh, that's that's the beginning of the beginning so and then that that that, that usually turns into more and more and more and then in, and you're surrendering more and more i think so or at least that's what happens at liberty house they yeah they kind of well you're kind of there you kind of get beaten into surrender <sighs> dude they're like it's crazy over there I, I, I would, but you didn't run away you could have run away actually i did so so away. this is what happened i tried to leave after five days but it's, right. but, but, the, but the thing about a place like that is they get your family you know on board as much as they can and, and don't let them back home. And she didn't let me, I threw my, my, I threw my stuff in the street. I'm running across Santa Monica. I almost got hit by a car right. chasing my mom on Santa Monica Boulevard. But then, um, Jaime, my first sponsor said, listen, surrendering is, you know, when, 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 when two people are fighting a war, if one side surrenders, they join the winning team. There's something under the couch. You have to grab it. Um, it, and the war's over. And you, you're, now you're a part of the winning team. Mm. It doesn't mean you lose. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 which kind of reminds me of learning to lose. Right. The, the, the phrase and the statement, it's, I mean, it has so many, it, t- it can take on so many different um, meanings. And, mm-hmm. um, but uh, he said that and I was like, oh, wow, like all these guys here are sober. Why do I not want to be here so bad? Mm-hmm. And I kind of made a, some, a small surrender that night. And the next day I heard something profound because I was finally a little bit open to hear it. Because mm-hmm. And the guy was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt and he was cool looking and he said something. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I was all in. But my parents wouldn't pay because my dad, there was, they were going through a divorce. And my dad said, I'm not paying unless the bitch pays half. Like in the family mm. group. Mm. But their kids finally like ready to get sober and stay. And their fight and hatred towards each other was not was was outweighed their um desire to want me to stay so I, they let me go but i kept coming back to meetings and somehow stayed sober um, i'm gonna i'm gonna fix that. this but you can talk Wait, you get up for a second really? here, 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 here you just grab it You guys aren't going to wedge one of you under the bench like your buddy on the podcast I was listening to that got hit by a ton of uh, cement. Oh, you're 
<laughs> Will you tell us about your podcast? My pod. Okay, so yeah, so I, I lead a meeting called Principles and Application. It's a XA meeting. It's open to anybody practicing 12 steps. And it's open to anybody. I mean, anybody can come. Mm-hmm. We meet on Wednesdays and Saturdays. I lead it on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but it's a meeting every day. So if anyone wants to go to that meeting yeah. or hear your message, yeah. how can they do that? I want to get that. So if you want to hear it up, podcast of the 12 steps and and some other talks that i do you can go to uh randymermel.com and that's randy r-a-n-d-y mermel m-e-r-m-e-l-l.com and that and on that website you can sort of find you can whatever. right on the front page i mean it's basically all there to to, to and make is it the, easy it, to get to the it, broad to the broadcast is the yeah. principles and application youtube there too the principles you know what? I need to figure that out. I'm yeah. not positive if it's linked to the YouTube, but it, it will be. Yeah, so that's another. Yeah, there's, there's principles and application on YouTube. If yeah. You, so many people have listened to the, to, the, to the tapes now that if you just put in principles and application in YouTube, it comes up. Yeah, I've done it. Right. Actually, I was, I was searching for principles in recovery. Right. I'm like principles in um, recovery. I, I, and then I finally found it when I, I don't, I forget how I yeah. got it. I, I realized what it actually was, which is great because it's really about ap- applying. I was just listening to your, your, your 12th step right. on the podcast. He did right. 12 steps in 12 days and you were in, and you were uh, about to say you were sort of leading up to like, now I know all this stuff. I got the book, I learned all this stuff, and I didn't get to the part where you were about to say, but it doesn't really mean shit unless I apply it. I, right. I'm sure that's where you're going with that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you, <clears throat> there are guys that know the books way better than I do. But, like, we're here right now in this environment. We just meditated. Mm. The, the goal of the 12th step, of, of 12 steps, is not to not drink. It's to have a spiritual awakening. That's, that's what it says, having had a spiritual... It doesn't say... What I think it should say in step 12, it should say, now that I haven't drank for a long time and I've practiced all these 12... Uh, I've done these 12 chores and I haven't drank for a long time, now that that's happened, I should have a, the girlfriend that I want, the money in the bank that I want, the job that I want, the car that I want, and I should be able to live happily ever after. I quit drinking, for God's sakes. That's what it should say. Be nice. Right? But it doesn't say that. It says having had a spiritual awakening. So, so really, you don't hear that. Yeah. You just hear, just don't drink today and you're a winner. Or, uh, uh, you know, the name of the game is not drinking. Yeah, well, Gary reminded me the other night that he quoted... Uh, the spiritual life is not a theory. We must live it. Right. I thought, oh my God, this is all about spirituality. That AA, that's AA. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's about having a spiritual awakening. Yeah. And then there's people who come and are sober for, for their whole lives and they don't believe in a higher power. They don't believe in, they believe in something. Something is helping them stay sober. And yeah. something happens to be the most commonly used name for God. Right. I knew an atheist. But I think when you start questioning these people, they have something. They ask something. Something, yeah. Yeah. So, 
it's it's just such an interesting journey that we get to go on. I mean, we are like I I never in a million years would have thought that I'd be sitting in someone's living room talking about recovery, mm. you know, with a couple of guys on a Wednesday night. Not at we're not at a meeting. We're not. This is what I but this is what I love to do. Yeah, me too. In that twelve step, I mean, half of the the first part of the twelve step is having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. Yeah. The awakening is right now. So we're either having it or we're not. You're either talking to yourself on your drive home from your video mm-hmm. shoot or you're having a spiritual awakening, which means you're sharing your life with your higher power. So here's the key, though. It's not permanent. No. And, and I think that's one thing that I'm wanting to emphasize more is it's not like... It just comes and goes every day. Right now. Yeah. Every thought. Yeah. Like, so, so you can have the, I mean, I, I guess maybe this would be sort of a question. Like, yes, like something happened that, that day I decided, or well, I really didn't have a choice, but I'm, I'm going to just stay. And mm-hmm. I heard this guy share and mm-hmm. something happened inside of me where I was like, oh my God, I want this and mm-hmm. I'm willing and I'm going to stay and I'm going to go. And once I... I'm an alcoholic, so once I decide to do something, like I really do it. Mm-hmm. Like we have, we're done, we've done seventy episodes. Like right. I'm like, po- I'm like doing all these things. I, I did the band thing. We got the record deal. Like I did that. Like I do shit. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this sobriety thing. I was like all in, and I had the spiritual awakening, but. Had a spiritual. Awakening. I had a spiritual awakening, but there then no, like there is no the spiritual awakening. Yeah, yeah, I had one. I had a, a spiritual awakening, and 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 I don't know, something special happened. But then like fast forward five years later, I'm in Europe, like literally dreams. The dream came true. Right. I just I willed it. I willed it. I self-willed it and out of pure anger and, and motivation and drive. And I'm like, nobody wants to be around me. Right. I'm yelling at everyone. I'm sending my manager emails. This guy, he managed Lady Gaga. We're on tour with Lady Gaga. You know who that is. I don't. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're on tour with her, right? (laughs) No, I'm just, you never know. So like, I'm, we're like literally, I'm not that old. Yeah. I mean, we're literally like. We're not just on tour with her. We're in Europe. Right. So we're getting a whole new fan base. Oh, my God. Like, I should be so grateful. And I could have been. But I wasn't. I just didn't. The, 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 the spiritual awakening, I didn't. I, it wasn't. It was gone. Something was. Yeah. It's not. It's, you, I mean, that's not someone. That wasn't, you know, the person that we're trying to be. I do a, a lot of quoting. From the literature. Yeah, I love it. I'm not a literature. I mean, I guess I am a literature guy. But in how it works, right? That's written, that's read at every single meeting. Mm. It says we stand at the turning point. So this is it. Sitting right here in this room. Mm. This is a turning point. (laughs) It's not like when I'm going to decide to get married or get a new job or go on the road. This is the turning point right here, right now. I either ask God's protection and care with complete abandon of self, or I ask my protection and care with complete abandon of God. And that's, that's a sentence, part of a paragraph. The whole paragraph is, 
half measures avail me nothing. So there is no half. Half measures avail me nothing is not about half measuring the steps or doing the steps half measured. It's about a way of life where right now I'm at the turning point. I ask God's protection and care with complete abandon of self, no half measures. Complete. It's God or it's me. Completely. And so the spiritual awakening is over at the end of this turning point, and I get to re recommit right now. Could you be with me? Could you help me? And I, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, I didn't I mean I spent years in sobriety not knowing that, not like Yeah you know, just, just lost in self and, and, and it, it got bad. Yeah. I lost the, the music thing. And, yeah. and that was the thing I was putting everything that was defining who I was. Yeah. And it was uh, now all of a sudden God said, not nah, I'm taking that. And, and I hit, hit my knees and, and, and this, my trainer, Courtney, yeah. I don't know if you know, Courtney, she's a blonde. She was a part of prime time uh, years ago. She said, I got a year. I, I, I told her about AA. I'm like, this is what I do. She, she was struggling. And I said, you know, go to AA. And somehow she found prime time. And she had a year. And, I, and she was like, so happy. And I was like, dude, you're just, you just don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. understand. And she's like, no, like this, 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 this prime time. And I'm like, whatever. You just don't get it. Like, it's like. Uh, the thing, but I just didn't get it. And I yeah. finally, and I, I was in, I was so desperate that I finally went to prime time, but like, and I, I feel like I heard in the beginning when I first started going, I heard, I was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. I feel like I wasn't really getting it. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to the, the website and I started listening to you. I can't remember why, but for whatever reason, I was like, your message, the way you said it, the way you spoke, it resonated with me. And I started listening to more and more of your stuff. And one, uh, one day I heard you talk about tying your shoes in the car. Mm. And I started laughing out loud mm. on the 405 by myself in the car when you said you were going to kill yourself. Yeah. And I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like it took me a month or two to really like get what they were saying. In prime time. Really? It only took me eight years. Yeah, it took me a lot longer than (laughs) than a couple months. Well, I mean, you know, I had... You're you're like a genius. Well, I had had six years at the time. Right. And I came in and it just... Because I was able to apply everything that you were saying Mm. to all the things I got. Mm -hmm. And it was my way. And it wasn't enough. And I look at it with my mind and I make it like shit. Like the shoes are, mm-hmm. will you do the shoe one? That's sure. what we're going to do. I mean, it, it's very hard to, <clears throat> to like relive a story on cue. Yeah. You know, it's I'm like, sure you'll be fine. But, uh, I mean, that, look, I have an unsatisfiable fault finding opinionated mind. That's what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And because of that mind, that mind is what gets me into so much emotional pain. Am I too close? No, you're good. But sometimes when you look over, oh, I'm okay. You're talking away from the mic. If you if you want to talk like into it, okay. So, so yeah. So the reason I drink alcohol is because I get in so much emotional pain 
from my mind mm-hmm. that I need a treatment. And alcohol is the easiest to get, best over-the-counter treatment for my disease. Some people it's cocaine. Some people it's pills. It's like pills. That. It's sex. It's shopping. It's mm. it's all kinds of stuff. It's gambling. Some T- people it's gambling. TikTok. TikTok. Bro. Oh, the phone thing is insane. Hold up. I, I, got, I have almost 300,000 followers. That's could awesome. you imagine? That's no, crazy. but could you imagine? I open the app, and every single time I open it, I get yeah. a hit. Yeah. I love, we love you. You're helping us so much. Oh, yeah. And that's a total endorphin hit. Totally. Every time you get it. Every time it buzzes in your pocket, it's, you get an endorphin rush. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I turned off the notifications. It's so crazy. Yeah. I understand that. So... So I can't drink alcohol anymore, right? Because I mm-hmm. became allergic to it. My body became allergic to it. So I black out. I crash cars. I can't uh, function in society. You're allergic. You break out in handcuffs. In handcuffs. Every time you drink. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. I never got arrested. That's crazy. Wow. I never got arrested. Never spent a night in jail. That's crazy. But, but, but you don't black out every time, and you just never know when you're going to, right? I blacked out a lot. And that's, I never knew when I was going to. And I never knew when I was going to stop. And I did a lot of crazy, stupid things. Crazy. It's, dangerous. It's so hard. Crazy. It's so hard to picture. Right? Like, Randy as that guy. <laughs> like I've, I'm like, I've posted videos of me as that guy. I have them. So yeah. it's pretty easy to imagine me. Yeah, there wasn't, like, you couldn't make a video back then. Right. It would be harder. Would have been, you'd have to, like, hire a crew yeah. with a three-quarter-inch tape <laughs> machine carrying it around. Right. That's what it was happening back I think then. alcohol is one of the worst, too. You just do the, you get pugnacious. You just get yeah. weird. Like, yeah. Angry. Aggro. So you never took pills or you just no did i did coke. a lot of cocaine i did a right. lot of mushrooms i did a i had a prescription for quaaludes when quaaludes were wow. legal i had a hundred had a hundred quaaludes yeah that's what gary that was, gary was talking about how quaaludes were just like the best quaaludes were fun i had a lot of fun too you know when i hear people say my uh worst day sober is better than my best day drunk i'm like no right no my worst day sober is better than my last day drunk. Mm-hmm. But man, I had a lot of fun with drugs and alcohol. Insane. Insane. And mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I, I feel bad for the people that I've hurt and I've tried to spend my life now making amends to the people that I've harmed. But I'm so glad that I had the experience of becoming alcoholic. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like, I, I think it's the best thing that ever happened to me today because mm. I have the best life today because of alcoholism. When you say the best life, is that the best inner life or what do you mean? Inner and outer? I have a beautiful inner and outer life. I love my life today. So to tell you the shoe story, the way my mind works is my mind's talking to me. It's always talking to me. It's always finding fault. It's always talking, talking, talking away. So, you know, back in the day, I would lean over to tie my shoes. It's a pretty simple thing. You just lean over and you just tie your shoe. No big deal. But I go down to tie my shoe and my mind starts talking to me about my shoes, what kind of shoes I have and why I, I need a new pair of shoes. And then it starts talking to me about, I don't make enough money to buy new shoes and I'm married and I got to, put all this money in the family. And if I wasn't married, 
I could have new shoes. Maybe I should get rid of my wife. And there's nothing wrong with my wife except for that I, I think I need some new shoes and she's getting in the way of it. So there's, it's just my mind talking to me. But it, the way that it talks to me, it tells me that my life is a mess, that, that nothing ever works out for me and that I should kill myself. And all I had to do was tie my shoes. It was not that big a deal. And the same thing happens in the shower. The shower is like, the shower used to be hell for me. Mm. I would get in the shower and my mind would start talking to me about work or money or anything. Wow. And by the time I got out of that shower, I wanted to kill myself. Because, you know, you're in the shower by yourself. There's nothing to distract you. It's just you, your mind, and some soap. Mm. It should be pretty simple to get in and get out without, you know, unscathed. Yeah, those arguments in the shower are pretty rough sometimes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so did you say sober from the time you went to that rehab the yeah. first time? Well, but, but, yeah, but I had previously tried a different rehab, right. Las Encinitas, and I tried on my grandma's couch. Um, you so, know, not like really. Like, yeah, I, I tried. I wanted to get yeah, sober, but I yeah. just, you know. But then when, when, when I went to Liberty House, but cause what they do at Liberty House is so profound. Yeah. The fear of God or whatever you want to call it. Like, I, 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 I got so scared and I wanted it so bad. Yeah. Um, it's just like very serious. At Liberty House, like yeah. they're not fucking like people are dying and right. like, and, and they're uh, they're really pointing out how sick and selfish you are, yeah, as an alcoholic and how much and and like shut the fuck up, like yeah. just shut up, listen, and and show up for your family and for the people who care about you and like I don't know, it's just. So yeah, I, I stayed sober. I was 21 and I've been sober ever since. Wow, that's awesome. How long are you sober now? Six, 15 years. 15 years. Crazy. That's crazy. How long, Billy? 25. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so, but I just want to point out that when Randy's talking about tying his shoes and being in the shower, those are, that's what happens when he's in self. That's what happens when you're not connected to a power. Right. But if you do those same things... Connected. Today? Oh, I can have a beautiful shower. You're like, oh, I love. Ma, I get to have. Sh- I get to have yeah. feet. Like, yeah. There's so many people that they don't even have. They can't even walk. Right. Don't have feet. So don't have shoes. There's a lot of people with feet that don't have shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't care about them because they're not me. I only care about me. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, there's people that don't have shoes, but so what. I need shoes. I need good ones. I need to be having a really good experience right now. And it's, you know, this selfish, self-centered mind that only wants what it wants when it wants it. Yeah, so let me ask you this. So you're, there's no half measures. You're either in new character, you're in old character. Yeah. There is no in-between. It's all yeah. or nothing. Yeah, there's no half measures. So you can be sort of okay in old character, like you're yeah. not real bad, but you're not in the new character where you're. What What does it feel like to be in the new character? I mean, I mean to be in new characters to be present right here, right now. Uh-huh. Are you aware of the breath going in and out of your body right now? It will now right, that you mention you it. Yeah. Yeah. But but you can't. Is there not suffering in new character, or is there no pain in new character, or or there's, is there? There's p- 
peace, there's peace no matter what's going on. So even if you're there's in pain, there's an inner peace. Yeah. There's peace. Yeah, yeah. You have surgery and you have pain. Yeah. But you can be at peace through that pain and not have a self-talking mind that's telling you all the things that are going to go wrong right. and why you're such a loser and, and why your life sucks. Because that's what's going on all the time, no matter what's going on, right? I know. Like Now that you talk about it, it can be kind of subtle. Like you don't, You're not really hearing it, but if you tune in, it's just going. Yeah. And self can be pleased. Self can be pleased. Self can get a check and think, oh, look, I got some money. Life is good, and it's good for like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, no more than that, though. No, because once you, because once I get the check and I'm all happy about the check, then I start talking to myself about what I need. And then all of a sudden, no matter how big the check was that I just got, it's not big enough because I need more. Yep. Yeah, I have $1,000 in my pocket right now because I just cashed a check, but... It's just gone in an instant. It's gone. So it's not even, thank you, God, for the $1,000. It helps, but it's not enough. Yeah, there isn't enough money for you to feel good enough about yourself to not need a higher power. There isn't enough love. There aren't enough people that could love you and tell you how great you are. Validation. In, there aren't enough for you to feel good about yourself. The thing is, it doesn't work when they tell you that. It's like, oh, you're just, you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly, because like, yeah. they can't tell you the way that you need them to tell you so that you could be satisfied. Not because they can't tell you right, but because as an alcoholic with alcoholism, I'm unsatisfiable. So even if you told me two minutes ago that you love me, I need you to tell me again now. <laughs> yeah. I need you to tell me now. And people get tired of that. Yeah. I'm just looking at Pat because he's kind of got that. Talk uh, about it. Well, he's married. What happened the other night? It's it's getting kind of weird around here. I mean, it's amazing. But, like, it's just you wouldn't even believe the shit that happens in this house. And And it's all, like, I'm filming it and posting it for the whole world to see. Like, there's nothing sacred about. There's nothing that's private. Like, my wife's mad at me. I'm filming her talking about how I'm a little fucking baby, and I'm always complaining. I'm the victim, and then I go over to Billy, and Billy's like, it's just a whole, like, Billy's like, do you guys want me to chime in here? And he's, like, helping us. He's, like, giving his, and it's, like, all good. I'm, I'm, I welcome it. I don't know if I'm helping, but, you know, when you're in the middle of it, you want to say something. But so, the other night... You said, good job, Pat. You're, you're doing great. Because there's a lot of amazing stuff happening in my life right now, and I'm really grateful for it. Great. And, and he sees this stuff's good stuff's happening to him, too. He's a part of this thing. He's a part of this thing we're doing, and it's, it's pretty incredible. But, but you said, good job. And I said, then, you're a good boy. You're, you're doing a good job. <laughs> and then what happened? It feels good, though, doesn't it? But what happened? Then your wife said some kind of sarcastic joke. And you got all wigged out. No, what'd she say? She said, uh, "Oh, because your dad did never gave you the no, validation." No, no. She, I said, and, and she said, "Well, your mom gave you too much." No, no, no. She basically like minimized the good job I'm doing, or kind of like was sarcastically saying something. And I just looked over her and I was like, "Do you really need to like do that?" Like, I'm kind of I'm I'm fucked up. Or I just stopped taking my antidepressant. I'm in a weird fucking way right now. It's all about me. 
look at all the shit I'm doing, you know? Like, and she just like, no. Like, Randy's been married 20 years. 20 years. And, and that's just like, it's so weird that I didn't know that. I guess, why would I know that? I just feel like that's something to, to, to say, to talk about, I think. Because like, for me, knowing that just, it just like sort of, uh, validates your character because a lot of people can come into AA and say a bunch of good shit, but then they, they go home and they're just miserable. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of thought like this guy's message is almost like too good to be true. He must be some kind of serial killer or something. (laughs) And I feel like some people, I I almost feel like I want to say that like my buddy, Chris, who's like, can't wait for this podcast to come out. He's like, are you going to live stream it? I want to watch. Like, do you know my friend, Chris, Chris Saavedra? Yeah. He's been coming to the Monday night meeting. Yeah. 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 Um, great. I I, I, I almost even want to say, or no, maybe it was Travis who said like, you know, cause he didn't really like the whole primetime thing. He kind of made some sideways comment about like, maybe like Randy goes home and beats his his girlfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just, just for me, like knowing you've been married for 20 years and you have a kid and like, you've been able to keep it going is, is that's like a, that's, that's right on. That's like a cool thing because, um, marriage or any relationship will, will, will make, um, being sober or being, um, it'll well, bring, it says in the literature, that's the woes. That's our biggest woe. Some, I don't know how it says exactly, but our, our biggest issue is relationships. We have the total inability to form a true partnership with another human being. Total. We have the total inability. <clears throat> but total when you say, inability. But when you say we, you mean like we, I. But without as God. an alcoholic with alcoholism, right? Going into the fourth step, I have a total inability to form a true partnership with another human being. I can see that clear with my ex. I think maybe I never formed a real relationship with her, and that's what finally drove her crazy. Like yeah. I, I don't even know what it looks like to have yeah. a, you know, yeah. So we're takers. Alcoholics are takers. We only have a girlfriend because for us, I have a girlfriend for me. She's mine. It's my girlfriend. And she's supposed to do, she's supposed to do a list of things in order to be my good girlfriend. I love it. And I have a whole list of rules for how she's supposed to be to be a good girlfriend. I never give her the list. I never mm. share the list with her. But I hold her accountable for every, every mistake she makes for the things that are on the list that she's doing wrong. But she's mine. And I want it my way. And it doesn't work like that. Because she doesn't know what the list is. She couldn't possibly do it not knowing, and she couldn't even possibly live up to my list if she knew mm-hmm. what was on the list. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Just in case. So, so are we supposed to give her the list? Are we supposed to kind of tell them? No, because she couldn't live up to it anyway. She couldn't live up to so it. So we don't fuck the list. So a relationship, If this is what my sponsor Ted taught me about relationships. Which, by the way, Ted, um, his sponsor was Bob. Yeah. Who started primetime? We were talking about Bob Anderson on the last. Depends on who you talk to. I think Big Frank got to, uh, got Bob to start primetime. Wow. So I think Big Frank is responsible for primetime. Wow. 
Okay, and we had Big Frank's. Did you have him here? Sponsee. Oh, you had Paul here. Paul here, yeah. and I would love to see if Paul can get. Oh, if you could big... have Big Frank here, you'd have a mouthful of uh, prime time. Yeah, and I also think we might. He's He'll a, tell he's you a the rough whole dude, time, though, sorry. man. He's well, think, a rough man. Lay it well, down I think for we it. also might get a broken microphone. No, like he started coming to prime time. Like he started taking over that Monday night meeting. Yeah, he threw over. a book across the room. He yeah, really is serious. I mean, yeah, yeah. but he I would love. The, he throws the book. That's part of his thing. That's fucking awesome. He does that often. Really? So, <laughs> so, so Ted. So Ted was so your Ted, sponsor. He said. This is what Ted said about relationships. Relationships are, so most people say, are 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. Give and take. Ted said a relationship is a thousand to nothing. You give a thousand percent of what you have to the relationship. And you expect nothing in return Dude. if you want to have a good relationship. But is that even possible? It's not possible because we're all selfish, self-centered alcoholics. I was thinking 60-40 sounds no, pretty good. thousand to nothing. I, I, love, I love that. Because but that's, if you do that, yeah. then you have a person that is so grateful for the, what you're doing for them. They fall over themselves to do great stuff for you. Right. And so you end up getting everything you ever wanted right. by giving everything you ever wanted. And one time I sat down on the couch and I was a little angry with my wife because, you know, I like to get a foot rub sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she's a hairdresser. She stands on her feet all day. So and she comes wife. home. She doesn't want to touch me. She, she's been touching people all day. She's like, I don't, I don't want to touch you right now. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, I don't really care about those other people. You can mm-hmm. quit hairdressing. Just be ready to rub my feet sometimes. You know, <laughs> that's what I would like. Yeah. And then one day it occurred to me, why don't you do... Uh, sometimes something talks to me. Yeah. Every now and then yeah. something talks to me. me too. Something said, why, you need to do whatever you want her to do for you. You need to do for her. Wow. First. Without saying anything. So when I want a foot rub... I give my wife a foot rub. Mm. When I want the, the kitchen clean, I clean the kitchen. Mm. When I want somebody to talk nice to me, I talk nice to but somebody. But you also got to do it without expecting anything. Nothing in return. Yeah. Zero. So the, the, the thousand percent thing I like because it's, it's, a warped, it's a warped, exaggerated expression mm-hmm. for a warped mind. Right. So it's like doesn't make any sense at all a thousand percent to none okay great now let me take that because there's no way for my mind to warp that right into oh but i should be getting something no right. you're not going to get shit no but you get it oh all. you definitely get it but you yeah. can't give to get no, no if no, you're right. giving to get you blew it it's no, like but, the intention is so important you can't give to get no and it's it's actually not even that hard i feel like because when we're doing that we're just we just feel better about ourselves. Yeah, even if you don't get, you feel yeah. better about yourself, right? Yeah, because all of the gift is in the giving. It's so crazy. It's flowing through you, the love or the... Then why the are we so thing. wired to get and not give? It's just, why are we that way? Who, who knows, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't matter why. We are, well, right? Well, I, we are. I actually think it does matter why, and I just think that we haven't... I think that AA and alcoholism as a disease and this whole thing is it's still kind of a new thing it's self-diagnosed it's like there are different degrees i think of alcoholism alcoholics 
And I think we're still learning a lot. And I think that like, you know, it says science and psychology might sort of, I think we're still in the early stages of all this. I mean, you're right. It doesn't really matter for us to do what we want to do. But I do think that, or I'm optimistic in more people getting sober and more people uh, living by these principles. Like Mm -hmm. kids are getting sober young. Like this, this program and this, um, these principles and this life and, it's really grown mm-hmm. so much. And it, I mean, so I'm, I have optimists. I'm optimistic about, like you said, why are we wired this way? And I don't know that I want to, I want to say that we can learn more about the trauma and. So there's one line know. in the book. There's one line in the book that's read at every single meeting. That needs to be changed. One word in the big book oh. that needs to be changed. Hold on, let me think. I think something about seeking or no sought. Sought. No, we could talk about that. That's my favorite, one of my favorites. But the right. word is the the sentence is remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, and powerful, and we don't deal with alcohol. Mm-hmm. We put right. alcohol aside. We don't deal with alcohol. That is we deal weird. with alcoholism. Yeah. Alcoholism is cunning, baffling, and powerful. The disease, this mind-powered disease, yeah. as they call it in prime time, yeah. this mind-powered disease is cunning, baffling, and powerful. Alcohol is a medicine. It sits in a bottle. If I don't take it, it is not cunning and baffling and powerful. <laughs> it's my mind that tells me to drink it, not mm-hmm. alcohol. Wow. Alcohol is not talking to me. 100%. People say alcohol is talking to me. It's calling me from the bottle. No, it's not. Your mind is telling you that if you open that bottle and you drink that stuff, then you'll be at peace. And that's what yeah. we really want, right? Or your mind makes you so miserable, you, you have to go for you it. You have to do something to kill the pain. Yeah. Some people use bullets to kill the pain yeah, in their mind. No, they I blow can, their brains out. I can out. relate with that, yeah. Uh, some people hang themselves. Some people drink again. So why, I mean, don't you think it would make uh, more sense to sort of change the name of the disease? It would be, yeah, I think the name of the disease is bizarre. It throws everyone off. Because it's hard to relate for a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it really throws people off. And and like, that's what I'm saying is I think we've learned so much about it over the years that, I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of where I'm, where we're trying to go with, with the, you know, for me, I was more of a drug addict than an alcoholic. I only drank when I didn't have drugs. Mm -hmm. So it was hard. I went to MA, I went to NA, but I just didn't get it until I really got into AA. Like, but you have alcoholism. I have alcoholism. Well, the way I finally, the way I finally decided to make myself fit in is if I do, Alcohol, I'm going to do drugs. Right. There's no way I'm not going to do one That's without right. the other. So, right. Well, at Liberty House, they said, shut the fuck up, dude. You're not different. You're not unique. You're a fucking alcoholic. Yeah, but Just you be, know, no, at me, AA, me, 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 you have to be an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. I didn't right? drink either. If you're in AA, you have to identify as an alcoholic. Yeah. But, but they said, but, but, but I always wanted to make my, oh, I'm an addict. Yeah, I'm you know, an alcoholic and they're, and they're an like, addict. And they're yeah. like, dude, no, stop you're. saying that, fool. You're just like everyone else. Yeah, but they didn't tell you why. No, no, they did. I mean, that's why. They told why. you why? Well, well, they in the in the sober living, they're like, you know, you, you're, yeah, like it doesn't matter what you use. Right. You're an you're an addict. You're you, you're you have an addictive mind, just like everyone here. Yeah, but it's still all centered on the addiction to drugs right. or addiction to alcohol. 
Right. So the reason alcoholism is such a terrible name is because the disease is named after the treatment of the disease. <laughs> and then it sounds like yeah. if you take the alcohol out of alcoholism, that you're going to be fine. But that's crazy. You take the alcohol out of an alcoholic with alcoholism and they get worse, not better. Yeah. But d- d- don't you think that Bill and Bob and whoever, when they started this program, don't you think that they, they didn't really... They, they must not have really under realized that or uh, at the level that we're talking yeah, about it. The, yeah. There's a lot more to know. Right. So they the didn't book even, is right. Just the beginning. Yeah. I almost uh, feel like, I almost feel like Bob was extracting something that wasn't even there on the level that he put it there. This whole idea of like the second part of step one, which is my thought. Like it doesn't say thought life, right? It says it should, but it doesn't. So it's almost like Bob was, was sort of, you know, and replaced drinking with thinking and thought like, it's like, okay, so now that we have some time sober, we sort of need to, uh, tweak it, tweak it a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've gone in and changed words. I put it, put it in the first person. I, yeah. cause yeah. it just speaks to me oh, when yeah. I do that yeah. instead always, of we Billy's always, I, I, mean, I used to, to but he, huh? You have to do that. That's, yeah. It's that's important because somehow it really, Oh me, we're talking about me. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise it's a story about us and we, and we, to me, we as you two guys. Yeah. If we would work the program good, we being you two guys, <laughs> my life would be fine. Yeah. Right. But we are a bunch of assholes and yeah. I have to deal with you. Yeah. Right. And so uh, you're we. I'm not we. Right. We don't do anything. We the, get the benefits of you guys acting better. Gary walked in outside. He said, hey. Uh, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And he said, I'm like, I'm, 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 I can't remember what I said, but he, he was just like, yeah, I'm Gary. I'm a legend in my own mind. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, we all think that we're, uh, I just remember going into that meeting, just sort of, just sort of knowing I was a little better than everyone there. You know what this yeah. makes me, I, I'll just mention this quickly, is it, but I used to look so forward to the Monday night meetings every week. I was like, couldn't wait for Monday Yeah, when it was hot was going and I would come out of there inspired. Oh and, and the way I'm feeling now is like I'm losing that self-centeredness a little bit and seeing a broader picture. Nice. And it's just so inspiring. Well, that's what Randy. You know? will, that's what Randy will bring out. Yeah. I love yeah, it. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's that's wait, like hold, your talent right there. But wait, there's one thing I was just I just oh okay so this is what we're trying to explore and you know with this whole learning to lose. Um, brand um it's sort of a lifestyle and and my wife smokes weed every day and um i am fine with that because i'm not it doesn't have anything to do with me mm-hmm. i'm not gonna you know i mean when i'm fucked up right i want to say it's because she's smoking weed and i might be able to connect but she's not an alcoholic she she was sober for five years when right. i first got sober right. just because just because why not Right. My, 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 my boyfriend's getting sober. Hey, I'm going to stop drinking. I, I, I was a little bit of a messy drunk, right? Five years later, she decides to have some wine in Europe and she's not an alcoholic and she's not because she doesn't fucking right. obsess on it the way I do. Right. So our whole thing is like my whole thing and, and my, this whole thing we're trying to do is yeah. Like this is a design for living mm-hmm. for Every human being on the planet. For me. For me. I mean, I don't. It's just we, for me. 
Right. If you get anything out of this conversation, good for you. Yeah, great. It's just for me. Yeah, I just... Okay. And I don't mean that in a selfish way. Yeah. I'm here. If you want it, you can have it. I'll yeah. give you everything I got. But this yeah. is a design for living for me yeah. and anyone who wants it. Yeah, and, and it turns out a lot of people want it. A lot of people want it. T- turns out a lot of people who aren't, air quotes, alcoholics... Still want it and need it because I have friends, this guy, Jason, he wrote this Maroon 5 song. It's platinum. He gave me this fucking plaque. He's a really good friend of mine. Um, Can we play a song? Oh, I'd love to, but hold, hold on. How do second. we do it? I'll show you. Right. So we're here on the learning to lose podcast. I'm doing a little post and I was just saying how Jason and Victoria, they're not alcoholics, right? But they still they need to remember that their minds can, are unsatisfiable and, and their ego to keep their ego in check. And, and these principles are, are designed. We have Randy here. I'm really excited. Um, we've been talking about, you know, it just goes where it goes. Um, and we got Dino here, but what I'm saying is that, um, learning to lose is sort of, um, a program or a uh, lifestyle for, for anyone who wants to be, be uh, happier we found this message through Alcoholics Anonymous, but that's not really, that was just a part of our story. Um, so he wants to play a song. What, which song? Um, just, you know, something. But yeah, so, so what we need from you, what I need from you is to just try to talk a little bit louder. I don't know why, but your, your, your signal is just like so quiet Mm -hmm. and you're turned up like more than us. Well, you and Randy both have those voices. So maybe just, just, just stay aware of it. Okay. Um, All right. And just, you don't need to yell. Just, just I'm not going to yell. Yeah. Like, so, um, will you talk about your, um, your, your experience with Randy when you first heard about him? and Well, I just started coming to the Monday night meeting and he was the secretary. And uh, it was just a good meeting. It seemed like just about everyone who shared was really sharing about what we're talking about now. And he would kind of, you know, be in the secretary. I don't know. It just, uh, it worked very well. Yeah, I just, I just, I miss that. I mean, that's it's gone now, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it was a it was a real phenomena. Yeah, it's too bad. I, I, I really, the Monday night meeting. I, I would oh, is pre- it gone completely? Well, it's just not. It's it's, not it's it a shadow of what it was. Yeah, I remember bringing people. You know, Monday night was Bob's meeting. It was Bob's meeting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bob led it every Monday. I went there every Monday because I wanted to hear Bob speak. Right. When mm-hmm. Bob missed the meeting, it was like, ah, oh, damn. And other guys could carry a message, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Bob. And that was his thing. And, you know, primetime, this is my opinion of what it was when it started. Mm-hmm. Bob sponsored some guys, like 12 of them. And they were meeting in a guy's restaurant. And it got too big for the restaurant. So they decided to get a room. And it was Bob and his 12 sponsees getting a place where they could meet. And they... It was called the ABCs for Life when it first started. That was the name of the meeting. And they had a list of words. And they were going to take a word from, from, 
from recovery, a recovery word, and talk about it every night. And mm-hmm. so they sat around in this room in a circle. In the middle of the room, there was a pole. And I was, it was so crazy because there's a pole in the middle of the room, so you can't see the guy across from you. I'm like, <laughs> why don't you, the circle would fit over here. You don't have to be around the pole. But, uh-huh. but that was one of the things that drove me crazy, right? Because why would they put the pole in the middle of the room? Yeah. But anyway, so the meeting happened. And then they tried to have other guys lead the meeting, but nobody could lead the meeting the way that Bob could. So it was Bob's meeting for the guys he sponsored. And then... My impression was the guys he sponsored said, hey, we sponsor guys. Can we bring our guys? And so they brought their guys. So it wasn't a meeting. It wasn't in the directory. It wasn't a thing. It was just, it was Bob and the guys he sponsored and the guys they sponsored. And that was the meeting. And Bob led it. And, uh, and then, so it wasn't really an AA meeting? Is that it, what it wasn't. It was like a sponsor meeting with the guys that he sponsored. That's mm-hmm. how it started. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they just invited their sponsees and then they opened it up to everybody because people wanted to come and for years it was 10 or 15 20 guys in the in the room downstairs in the and not in the big basement Mm -hmm. and then it it got more popular and there was a wednesday night version and a friday night version of it but bob led it bob led those two bob led all of them and that was what he did and then what happened was he died and the guys wanted to keep it going and like like big frank wanted to take it over and big frank hated ted because somehow ted inherited the meeting through not fighting for it he got it mm. he, ted was not a fighter but he but he ended up kind of taking over the meeting and was the secretary for years and the meeting and and then they would pick different guys that had been around bob to lead the meeting to lead it, but lead he it. was the secretary for a long time. He was time. the secretary. He picked the speakers, and the speakers were picked from the room. Closer. The speakers, speakers were picked from guys in the room. Mm. You didn't get picked a week in advance and then learn what to say. See, prime time, and is about if you're living it today, you can talk about how you're living it. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't about reading things out of a book, although that would be used in carrying the message. If you were living it, you could talk about it. You know, there's a couple of guys in AA still. When they share, they say, Bob said, Bob said, Bob said. And before they say anything, Bob said in primetime. It doesn't matter what Bob said. If you're living it and you're having the experience of it, you said it today. Hmm. Or you said it. Bob said it. Bob's everything that comes out of my mouth, Bob has said Every single word that I'm going to say tonight came out of Bob's mouth. Maybe not in the same order, but Bob said it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to give Bob credit for everything that I have in AA because I had to do it. Mm It doesn't matter who said it. I have to do it. You have to do it. Uh, So one day I was at a food show. And I was going to the Monday night meeting. And it was far from my house. For me to go to Monday night... It was like a five-hour meeting every Monday, and I went wow. there for 22 years. can't believe you guys did that. I 22 mean, what years. Are, Wait, over the five hill? hours. You mean it was five hours? Like you mean? I'd leave at traffic. 5 o'clock oh, yeah. to drive over. I made the coffee for three straight years mm. while, while Bob was alive. Uh, Dude. I'd drive over. I'd make the coffee. I'd have dinner with my sponsor while the coffee was brewing. Then we'd have the meeting, and then... 
you know, I usually drove my sponsor, so I had to drive him back home. And then by the time I got home and getting over the hill from Santa Monica, yeah. Sherman Oaks was a, was terrible. Pain in the butt, yeah. So, uh, I drove, I drive from here. Yeah. So it was pretty, but fuck, drive. it was worth it. I, I used to it's bring, worth it. It I was used, worth it. I mean, look, I used to so look, bring newcomers and I would just, I would just get so excited if like Randy was coming up to share. Cause I'd be like, Oh, they're going to hear the fucking shit, you know? And you always would. Um, and there was a, a lot of other, like, like Johnny Brennan was, was great. Um, uh, there were a lot of people or what's his name? Johnny B. I would say B. Yeah, Johnny B, you, I loved when you shared. I, I loved and there was when, that tall guy. What's that tall musician guy that. Dude, your old sponsor was fucking ill, Mike. Yeah, his sponsor to, was Ted. Dude, uh, but, but I just, like, so you just disappeared. Yeah. Because you wanted to run. Everybody you, disappeared. Hold up, though. Look, you wanted to do, you wanted to, like, run the retreat. I did run a retreat. You ran the there retreat. There was not going to be a retreat, but that's a whole controversial w- thing. W- which I personally think I ran would the have been retreat. Awesome. It was an awesome retreat. I think I have I, the tapes from it. But can I ask you a question? Because yeah. you were just talking about so it did. Oh, so it, it was a sponsor sponsee type meeting, yeah. and then it grew into actual meetings. Right. Bob passed away, and then some guys wanted to take over, like yeah. fill in his his spot. Everybody thought they were the. Next message, and then carrier. Ted became the guy, and then what happened? To Ted, Ted led the meeting, which is Ted just... died, and so then someone had to fill his spot. Yes, was that you? Uh, I was not this. I think when Ted died, Ron G was the sponsor, was the uh, secretary, mm. and then and then I became the secretary. But for it's not really. I mean, that's the thing years. that's kind of weird to me is like, why is it like somebody's meeting? It's look, not because the mess. It's not supposed Look, to be like right now. I feel like it's just Tony Z and to, and all the. It's all there's. Is there it's someone Tony like, Z and his five cronies? But if you the, aren't living this thing. You can't carry the message. The message isn't in the words. It's not in the books. It's in who you're being. Mm. If you're not being it, you can't do it the way Bob did it because Bob was being it. Mm. Ted was being it. And they, they, they were both married? No, Ted wasn't married. Ted was single. He, he had, he'd, he'd gotten divorced? Or, yeah. But Bob was still married? Bob had gotten married like three years before he died. He was, in, he was wow. divorced. Wow. Three times in the program. I, I, yeah, I'm just wow. trying to wrap my head. So what yeah. I think sort of happened is... It primetime became big, and it's not what it was. It's something different because yeah, it's something. It different. was a tight. It's still great. The I what, mean, the message go. is being carried. But if I was to give anybody advice about primetime, I would say listen to Bob Anderson. Right. Listen to his yeah. retreats. Listen to his shares. And uh, I mean, primetime is and not. You'll hear the message, but some people can't hear Bob. Some people can't hear him. Plus, the recordings aren't that good, like now. No, 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 but, but you're, you're on the website. I'm on the website. You're on the website. Primetimeisnow.com is yeah. still a great place it's to great, listen. Yeah. It's a I great mean, you resource. Have, you have, you have, you have um, the, 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 the but, Sermon on the Mount. The, 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 this is now, or what? This is what's the thing? Now is the time, or? Eckhart Tower of now. Power of now. Power of now. All the stuff is there, you know, so you can just go to that website. Like I, every single YouTube video I post in the description, I have a link to that website and right. I'm going to add your, I'm going to add principles in 
I want to add your website too. I want people to be able to find the resources online to hear this message. It's the message of Alcoholics Anonymous. But I, I just want to... Here's my other There question. is no primetime message. Hold on a sec. I know that we're interested in primetime, but yeah. nobody else nobody is. Nobody else cares. So I just kind of want to shift the conversation. Well, can I ask one more question? Yeah. Sure. How come you didn't get sick of hearing Bob every time? I mean, what was it? Was he a magic man or something? <laughs> I mean, same guy every time for 20 years or whatever? Right. Or, or no, not... Well, he was only alive for... Four of the 22 years I went there. Okay. But how did you, you never go like, oh, here's Bob saying what Bob says again. It didn't feel like that. No, because it's always new. That's, see, what, that's what Gary said. The right now is yeah, right now. Yeah, he said the same thing. Hold up. Gary, Gary had the same sponsor that you had. Ted? Or no? I don't think so. Isn't that what he said? No, Bob was his sponsor. Oh, shit. Damn, we had a Bob sponsor. Yeah. But yeah, so he was he's he's he was he was good. And I, I think he was uh he came before Randy a few years before Randy right. to the meeting or He something. wasn't there much when I was there. Oh really? Yeah. He was around Bob a but, different time. But Bob you know how Bob goes, this is something to hear. Yeah, you can and he says you can't hear this. Oh, you can't hear it? <laughs> you can't this is a hard message to hear. That's what he said. Oh right, right. This is a hard says, message to hear. But he says like a, a lot of times before he says something, he'll go, This is something to know. You got to know, listen, like basically, I can't remember exactly how he says it, but he, he would say, this is something really important that you need to know. This is, so, this is something to hear right now. And he would say it and then he would say whatever he was about to but say. But you can't hear what he's saying. You cannot, like Billy was saying, you went there for a while and you didn't understand what they were saying. You said it. Yeah. You went there for a while. Yeah. I knew that the truth was being told. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you what the hell they were saying. Right. I just knew it was the truth. I hear it now. You can hear it now, wait, wait, loud wait. and loud and clear. And and I love listening to your podcast because you uh, you say I'm 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 always you say I'm alcoholic, I'm in a rush. What, what do you say? Oh, I, I have a I have an unsatisfiable, fault finding, opinionated mind that's easily frustrated, always in a hurry, easily frustrated, and can't stand the word no. Dude, that's alcoholism. I mean, but like I don't say it quite that way i love that the way you said it and i'm just thinking fuck i'm always fucking in a rush always in a hurry like yeah. even right now i just want to get to the, the marriage stuff. the marriage thing oh okay you want to talk wanna... about the marriage well thing. how the fuck do you stay married for 20 years yeah i mean of, that's what i'm a lot of backing down yo like we have mostly women believe it or not Funny, I gave him that advice oh, just last night. Listen Listeners and followers, because men, they don't want to... Ah, men yeah, don't really want to... hard. They, they, men don't really want to hear about your fucking emotions. And, you know, men are supposed to be... We're supposed to be tough and manly. But that's kind of bullshit. Because it takes a lot more strength to be kind and back down. So back down, but then also like, like, yeah, sometimes there's a voice in my head that will go, just get her. Like I'm thinking you, you just said about the massage her when, when you want to be massaged, I'm thinking, Oh, Oh, I should buy her something. Right? Mm-hmm. No, that's too easy. Do something for her. I should give her a massage or I should, yeah, I should listen to her. Or just sit and listen, yeah, listen to her. Yeah. Listening. Is and a... ask questions more. Like, so you have to listen more about yeah. dude. I, it's almost impossible. Listening. No, you have to ask God to help you hear. 
like a mantra in your head the whole time they're talking. But that's with, with you guys, with everybody. Yeah. Because if I'm not asking my higher power to help me hear what you're saying, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. <laughs> or I'm thinking about how much money I have in the bank while mm-hmm. you're talking and it has nothing to do with what you're saying. And it doesn't matter to me because I don't care about you. Or what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. You have it too. Yeah, I have, oh, that. Yeah. I have oh. to ask my higher power to help me hear what's being said. I like how you say continuously. So you have to continue to do it. Yeah, it's like a mantra in my head when you're talking. Yeah. I'm saying, God, please help me hear what this man is saying. Yeah. Please help me hear what this That's man is saying. God, please help me hear what this man and is saying. And people, when they can tell that you're locked in and you're actually hearing them, it just like feeds their soul. It's like That's they right. need that. Yeah. It connects you to the now. And the only time you can be connected to your higher power is right here, right now. So I feel like my job, my job is to be as present as possible so that you can be present with me. Mm. So that we can be here in this room right here, right now. And whatever, when we were meditating, you know, my mind wanted to go, oh, what should we talk about? Oh, mine went. What should we do? What what are we going to, oh, what if I sound stupid? Or what are we going to, you know, it wanted to talk about, like when I, when you're going to lead the meeting, right? And they, and they're reading how it works. You're not listening to how (laughs) it works. You're talking to yourself about what you're going to say. Or, or sometimes I'm really listening to how it works so that I can talk about what's being said in how, in how it works, you know? Yeah. Cause I want to really sound like I know some shit. How it works is a meditation. What I try to do now is I ask my higher power to help me hear every word that's being read and how it works. Because can you can how you, it works? Can you re- is read it or or just say read it, how it works or just say it if you memorize it? Just like summarize it. Oh, I love how it works. I mean, I could talk for three hours about how it well, works. Well, let's just it's touch. Let's just there, read though. it a little. Let's just just so they know what we're talking about. Rarely have I seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed this path. Mm. Those Rarely. who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually, people, men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves, mm. they're not at fault. I'm not at fault. I seem to have been born this way. So if you meditate on those words as it's being read, they don't read it like that. They read it we, but I turn it into I. And also you changed those who our path recover. to yeah. th- this, path. this path. So basically what, what, what that's saying is if you do this, yeah. get a sponsor, do the steps from the book, you're going to stay sober. Yeah. I mean, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path but you need to thoroughly follow the path so this is one thing but thoroughly is wide right it's not any length oh any length okay right yeah thoroughly is very wide Mm. but what's more interesting about that those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program Mm. i'm a will not I will not completely give myself to this simple program. And the reason why is because I'm constitutionally incapable of being honest with myself. Mm-hmm. And I seem to have been born that way. Yeah. In another part in the, in the book, it talks about a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, yeah. self-pity. I got Randy. 
And then the self-delusion part, uh, Gary brought that up, and I, I, I had forgotten about that. Like, we, we're delusional. We're totally delusional. Like, I'm living a fantasy that's really not reality in my own head. That's right. And that's why I have trouble. And, like you said, the mind, the, uh, what is it, the unsatisfiable, irritable, what, what do you say? Unsatisfiable, see? fault-finding, opinionated mind. Fault-finding, opinionated that's all. Yeah, I live with that every day. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. So, right now, right now, I could start to do what it asked me to do in the second step, which is rightly relate myself. And then I get relief. And then I get Not only relief, right but it's just a different way of being. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a loving, like, appreciative state of mind or something yeah yeah and nothing changes nothing outside, yeah it's all 100 percent inside yeah nothing changes but everything changes at the same time it's yeah. really amazing yeah yeah and if you do the 12 steps like four five and six is where i learn to become capable of being honest with myself I learn how to take inventory. I learn how to see my part in what's going on in my life. I learn how to see how I'm, all of my troubles are basically of my own making. Like selfishness and self-centeredness yeah. is the root of our troubles. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. Yeah. And I got to get rid of this selfishness or it kills me. Oh, that's right. It kills you. That's not alcohol that's killing you. It's not drugs that's killing you. It's your selfishness. Right. That kills you. It doesn't kill anybody else. I mean, you might kill other people while you're drunk or, or high or angry. But it kills you. It Sometimes kills very slowly and painfully. Sometimes yeah. very slowly and painfully. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but... There's no way to get rid of that selfishness without a higher power. There's no way. How could you get rid of self when you are self? You need a power that's greater than self to help you not be self. Right. Right? Is that how it's stated in there? Pretty we, much. Yeah. That's right. What pages? Do you know what page that I is? Know exactly what that is. That's on page 60 to 63. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I used to read that every morning every for a while. Morning. 60 to 63. Yeah, I love this. Big book. So my troubles, I think, are basically of my own making. The word basically is in there for an alcoholic to be able to swallow, right? Because if you told me all of my troubles are of my own making, I would argue with you about that. Hmm. But they threw in the word basically to make it easy to swallow. Why does it say, I think... Are we think? We think. So our troubles, we think. That's what it says. Cause, because you can't tell an alcoholic anything. Oh, uh, right, right. If it said, so your troubles, I know, are totally of your own making. We'd be like, fuck off. Be like, fuck you. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't need this bullshit. Right. So, so they put it in the they easiest, make it palatable. softest, palatable. So our troubles, but I say mine. I think, are basically of my own making. And I can take the word basically out because it's me. 
Mm-hmm. All of my troubles are of my own making. They arise out of myself. And I'm an extreme example of self-will run riot, but I usually don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard to see. And it says all my troubles, all of them. All. Yeah. Above everything, I must be rid of this selfishness. I must or it kills me. Above everything. God makes that possible. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without 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 its aid. And I've had moral and philosophical convictions galore, right? I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to learn some new stuff. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do all these things, but I'm going to start tomorrow. Because that's that's alcoholism for never. Well, I I do that, and I'm like inspired then, but later in the day, I'm like tired. I'm like, what? I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, because the mind talks you out of it. It doesn't... So... The disease wants to live. The disease wants to be the power for your life. The only moment that the disease... Uh, the, the disease cannot live in this moment. It has to be in the future or in the past because it's not real. And nothing real can be present here in this moment. Nothing that isn't real, yeah. Nothing that isn't real can be, can't be present. That's interesting. Like Course of Miracles stuff. That, but it's so deep that you have to say it in like a triple negative. <laughs> hmm. That's the way that whole book is written. So in the present, nothing... Unreal no f- can exist in the present moment. Wow. That's amazing. So, so you're an actor. You were an actor. You wanted to be an actor. Yeah. And, and, and how, what, why, why you love, you love movies? Sorry. I'm just, no, I keep I it kind of, I just want to be in the middle of everything. Yeah. I just wanted to be the, I just wanted to be an actor. I just want to make a lot of money doing something that sounded like it was fun right. and easy. And it's not, it's a very, <laughs> yeah. people work very hard at it. I just wanted to show up and, and say some words and be famous, but kind of like music, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to be a, a rock star, but being good in music is a talent. It's something you have, you have to, you, you have to, you have to work it, yeah. at. Airports, hotels, and pr- I mean, you go, oh, I want to I be a, an actor or I want to be a musician, but oh, what does that really look like? Yeah. It looks like airports, mo- hotels, uh, people you don't know. I mean, you, you, want, you want to be validated that bad that you're willing to just... I don't really want that. And acting is, you got to memorize. So I can't memorize. I mean that you, I don't think people realize acting is like, could you imagine memorizing? I mean, they memorizing paragraphs. I had to, I did a little scene in here. I, we do little short films for learning to lose. I would love to do one with you. Um, we have a red and lights and full on. I mean, it's like cinematic, like, um, you know, and, and it's a lot of it's improv, but like there's a, um, we figure out a loose outline so that we can transmit this message in a different way, like with a sort of a story. Like one of them was whatever. I was telling my friend Troy that I relapsed and um, I was acting, but I wasn't really acting. I was, I was just, I was pretending like what it would really look like if I, re- if I smoked weed. Cause my wife smokes a lot of weed 
and it's always out there. Mm-hmm. And I could just walk out there and just smoke some weed. Yeah. You think I haven't thought of it? You can just walk into a store and get all the weed you want. Yeah, but it's everywhere. But I mean, when it's like when you wake up and you smell it, I and love it's, the smell of weed. I love it, and it's literally it. like on the balcony, like yeah. it's already packed. Like it's a. Little, I have that at my house. Right. So so that's so funny. I both, love it. Both of our wives are hairdressers, and um, but so you know, the, Wait, the, the, your wife smokes pot. Well, I probably wouldn't say that on a podcast. Yeah, we don't need to. Okay. I mean, it's okay. I, I, I mean, sometimes. Now, it, now it's normal. Well, I mean, it's, it's as legal normal. as alcohol. Listen, yeah. I think yeah, it is. That's 100% true. of normal hairdressers probably <laughs> smoke a little weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? But 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 what I'm saying is... Uh, <laughs> It's no, it's no big deal. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I just, I would want, you know, her to say that, not me to say it, but, yeah, but I just, but I'm around it. Sorry, my, my sorry. you know, I'm around <laughs> no, it. I, I smell weed all the time. I, I love the smell of it. Wow. That's so crazy. Randy. Yeah, me too. It smells just, good. And I, a few times I've, I've been obsessed with mm. smoking a joint, just getting stoned out of my mind. Mm-hmm. But the idea of calling the guys that I sponsor and telling them they have to get a new sponsor a lot of times that's what keeps me from not smoking it. Because it's only going to be fun for like an hour. And I know a lot of people that have smoked pot mm-hmm. that have said that it was terrible <laughs> after they were sober for a while. So I don't have to do that experiment. Well, we have a friend who just relapsed on it too. and it, Was it great? If it well, she kind of says, yeah, it was all right. But she is she still acting, smoking it? She acts, no, she's kind of been off and on. She lost like a, quite a few years. Um, she had 11 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're a real alcoholic, it doesn't you, matter. Man, shit, you can't handle it. Cause you'll just be another treatment for the disease. Yeah. I, I, it's a, dude, there's, a, there's a, look, there's a lot of people using ayahuasca now, which mm-hmm. is, which is interesting. Well, that's so the one that gets to me, the psychedelics. Yeah. I, cause but I mean, uh, ayahuasca, you just do it. It's not something you should be doing every week. No, people week. do it. Some people do it regularly. But that's like kind of weird. So then now like. it's a new drug, sort of. Yeah. If you're using it to, I, open I, your, I, to get your mind open I, again. I, oh, I, I entertained the idea I did of it, it once. You did it. I, t- I shared about it in primetime, too. I went you did to, it sober? Yeah. So, so One I, time? Yeah. So I went to, Co- I went to Costa Rica or... Wherever yeah, they fucking, I went, I went to this, this resort with my wife, not to do ayahuasca, just to live, just to go on like a healthy re- mm-hmm. retreat, mm-hmm. mind, meditation, mm-hmm. yoga, uh, vegan food, healthy food, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful. And I, and literally immediately when I got on the bus, I'm watching the video and I'm, I'm realizing, oh, this is an ayahuasca retreat. retreat. Pure, okay. I mean, that's literally that's what, what it was was for. So I'm like, fuck, like I called Billy. What would I say? You said, I'm debating doing it. And you said, should I, or shouldn't I? And I don't know if I said the right thing, but I said, you got to talk to God about it. <laughs> so I'm there. So, I'm with my yeah, wife. I got yeah. 11, 12 years sober. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, wow, maybe this is something I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And, uh, it was the, the whole, my whole trip was basically, you don't need to be doing this. Mm. You're already on the right mm. path. Mm. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was, and because and, and, everyone there is lost. They're just, their life is just, they're searching for something. Right. I already found it. I right. already found something. I, this, is, this is all I need. So why would I be doing ayahuasca every week if I already have 
this is what works for me in my yeah. life. It yeah. really does. Well, yeah. that's a good trip in a way then, right? No, it was, it was cool. It was a lot of like judge, judging, 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 judgment, me judging others and myself, me judging myself and just judging. It, that was kind of the theme of my trip. And like, I shouldn't really be judging. You don't need to be judging. Anything. Anybody most of all, but like mostly yeah. it's us judging ourselves, yeah. you know? Well, it's all ourselves. It's all us. Yeah. It's all us. Yeah. Everything. I mean, at a certain point, it just gets so big. It's all us. There's a, there's a, a video on we, YouTube. It's called the egg. Mm. If you get a chance, Google the egg. How long on is YouTube. it? It's like, I think it's like three or four minutes long. I wanted to play that song. Yeah. Yeah. You let's, hear let's, let's hear it. The egg is, it looks like it's, Seven minutes. You were on your way home when you died. It, it was a yeah. car accident. And, and what, what's... Have you heard Be Like Water, the David uh, Russell, or what's his name? David Foster Wallace. You know David Foster Wallace, the writer? No. He, he did a thing called... Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff on YouTube. So you just have to play it. Into the microphone. That's just what we do. Oh, we just play it. Into yeah. The so, microphone. like, like what I just did. This song just, is like. You, you, so the speaker comes out here. You just, okay. You just put it like. You ready? This. Yeah. Finally get up the courage to break up with her. Do it now. Not ten minutes after I do it. 
my mind in the same voice says, why did you do that? Why? You're so stupid. What's the matter with you? She's the best girl you're ever going to have. When are you going to figure this out? And it starts all over again. There's something wrong with me. It's not alcohol. Alcohol didn't make me do that. Why did my mind make me do that? And it does it over and over again. It's trying to kill me, my own mind. It's an unsatisfied, fault-finding opinion. If you had one of those, you'd be happy. I have to see it. Someone has to help me see it, because I can't see it myself. If I could, I would. And this mind drives me, and is the power for my life. Who tells me that things are bad, and that I need to drink, that I need to kill myself? Me. Don't take my word for it. Look at your own life. Wow, that's a, it's a whole deal in a song right there. Can you send? Can I? Can you send that to me? I think so. Here, can I see it? I, I I'll figure out how to send no, it. No, I could send it to you. I just don't know if I want to release it yet. Oh. Well, 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 but so, you can release it here. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So well, you just I, did. I, well, I'd love. We to, just released it. Here. Well, it sounded all right through the speaker. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's going to sound way better. So didn't Matthew? No, uh, Russell. 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 And then there's Daniel. Together. Daniel. Daniel's the homie. That yeah. Daniel's, Daniel's ill a, with it. Daniel produced a bunch of Lana Del Rey. So oh, I'd yeah. love to have him on. I forgot. Oh yeah, have Daniel on. But so what I'd love to do, I mean, we uh, be I'm I'm sort of I'd love to show that to my partner and see if there's if he would be interested in in, in maybe figuring out a way to do like a cool, make a video with it like a gr- like a dope visual because it's it. pretty the beat is pretty sick it's pretty good mm-hmm. it's not and I'm just kind of I'm thinking is it corny I don't I don't maybe it's not like if we were to do it right mm-hmm. visually. Mm-hmm. I think it could be really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't well, know. I, I want to think it, that. And could, you know what? Who cares? You got to say that what he says, right? Well, I think that there would be, it would be a mix of like words in a dope way with mm-hmm. like shooting it in a cool, I don't know. We'd have to think about how to shoot that, how to make that video, but I can show you some of the videos we've made and cool. we, we've, you know, done some pretty serious videos. Let's do it. I love, I mean, that's really all I want to do. That would fit right into the brand and Let's do right it. into, I have, we have like, you know, I just, I'm about to hit 20,000 YouTube subscribers. Nice. I mean, YouTube is fucking impossible. That's cool. Did you, did that take a lot of work or what? Or... I hear all the ad libs. Yeah. He was, you were in the booth. Two for... track, two takes. Yeah. You did. That was the... two takes. We, oh, I laid down the, the really? main, the main. In one take. In one take. And then we went back. But and... you read, you wrote it. I wrote it because it almost feels like you're just saying it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I wrote it. Yeah, and then it's like what you would say at a meeting. It's mm-hmm. what I would say. It's just me, just me. And I hear him in the back. I, I want did that. one that I didn't write. The very first one, I just yeah, lived it. You showed a different me, one. You showed me one of those yeah. before. And then there's a really cool one about uh, uh, ego. I have so I have three right now. So my thing is you like. Should- well, everyone has suggestions, right? Well, yeah, everyone has suggestions. It reminds me a little bit of like... Uh, the sunscreen one. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. So That's what people keep saying. It reminds them of the sunscreen. Yeah, because I know what you're talking about. I know what that one is. But I mean, I, I think that you know there are so many different ways to transmit this message. And mm-hmm. I was listening to your podcast on the way here, and you were saying the 12-step... Uh, what, what, what does it say about um, 
our, 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 I, I think it says something like our primary purpose is to carry this message to other alcoholics. The 12 step says, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry the message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. So, so, so what I've been, you know, if I, what does it look like for me to try to carry this message? This well, is this is what it looks like. This is a piece of it. This the way a, that you carry the message. This is one of the things. The I way do. that you carry the message is in the way that you live your life. Yeah. So the words are not the message. I, we we're coming full circle again, right? The words yeah. are not the. I know every word in the book. I know all the words. Yeah, I know every word on Bob's tape. Said that. doesn't matter. Yeah. If you if I'm not living it. It's just words and nobody can hear it. And that's why meetings fall apart because if they're just saying words that somebody else said in the right order that they said it, there's nothing there to, to dig into. There's no truth. The truth is in the living it. And then the words are meaningless. The words are just words. There's a guy named Tommy Dixon, uh, I probably should have just said Tommy, but it's fine. Tommy, uh, Hurricane Tommy. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't speak primetime talk. He does jokes. But I love his jokes. But he embodies the joy of living Mm -hmm. from the podium. So when he gets up to share, you feel different when he's done. Mm -hmm. Not because of what he said, but because of who he is. And that's what we have to do we have to be that well that's what i got that's what i got from both of you guys like when i heard i didn't i didn't even i don't know if you remember when i first met you i was i told you you said you heard me on a cd right yeah but i said it's like i told you it felt weird meeting you because you were kind of like a a a big deal in my mind i mean you had kind of and and when i first heard him because it because how you laugh and and then also to watch how you dealt with the whole leaving primetime thing, like that's living it. Like that's living it. And when I called you angry and you're like, we cease fighting everyone and everything, like I didn't fight and that's living it. And like when you shared at Radford Hall, when I was all fucked up, I, I didn't need, I don't know. I kind of heard what he was saying, but it was more about how he said it. Mm-hmm. And he just had this humble, honest vibe going on and i was like this fucking guy is like really being honest and um yeah i think that i have i would like to think that i have something along those lines too when i'm sharing i'm doing this thing and and that's what we're trying to do that's what this podcast is is Mm -hmm. is trying to like figure out like we always end up talking about god towards the Mm -hmm. end of the podcast we're Mm -hmm. just talking about how what is god and how can we better rightly relate ourselves to that and yeah i mean this is such a we're looking for this thing constantly and it's changing and evolving and what worked yesterday doesn't work today so it's just it's a great concept to 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 do a never-ending podcast on when we say we're living it i always think in my head well we're doing our best to live it we could always do more it seems like is that is that wrong you can't do more than right now you can't do more. You don't have... There is no more. What's more? Well, like yeah. meditate more or... You can't meditate more than right now. 
Could, <laughs> could you be meditating right now? So oh, the 11th yeah. step says we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God. When it's the only time I can sought is right now. But what if we're not doing that right now? We, then we, we need to be doing that. No, you can't not do it right now. Wait, what? You're, oh, because we're making it conscious right now, it's happening right now in I this room. Love, I love that. It's happening right now. So you can't not do it now because you're in the presence of it. It's happening. I love that because they, you want to not do it later. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's very easy. I to love know. his play on the words. Minute, it's like he amazing. flips them around. The minute something. you start thinking about doing it later, you're not doing it now. And then right. you have to come back to now. So that's actually a problem. Me thinking that could that's be a my problem. mind again, finding fault. No, that's what it's, I was it's say, the yeah. mind leaving the now. Yeah. Leaving the now. We're, 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 we're mostly thinking about how we're not going to be doing yeah, it. And how to carry the message. The, mes- the message is being carried. You don't have to figure it out. Yeah, Didi was getting at that a little bit. Like, it's just now, suffering, no suffering. It's just acceptance and being present. And that's where it's at. There's nothing to get. There's nowhere to go. It's all already been given to us. We have it all. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that could add to this moment right now to make this moment any better. What if you had, let's say, you have $1,000 in your pocket. Let's say you had $100,000 in the bank right now. Could you be more meditative and more connected than you are right now? I'd probably be worried about my money. <laughs> be worried about, damn, I should have invested that this afternoon. Yeah, or something. Yeah, it's just sitting there doing it. But I, I just think that that's so important because, like, I think that we're, we're always trying to, like, make, uh, make ourselves not good enough or not enough. Right. Or, and I feel like this is something that we've been... You know, we can do more. We can. And it's like I like that because it takes away the guilt. I'm gonna have to listen to this podcast a few times. Billy listens to all our podcasts. I That's love awesome. it. Awesome, but it takes away the, the the guilt of oh, I'm not doing enough. Or I haven't. Yeah, it takes away that shame based cycle. Yeah, and that just yeah. fucks us up. Yeah. Yeah. Then now we don't have inspiration to do more right. because we're like, oh, we're not doing like. Well, what happens is I get paralyzed by fear because like, oh, I have so many things to do that I don't do. And I just do that perpetually. And that's another. And that keeps you from doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. The more you obsess about what you're not doing, the less you do. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Or you just start chasing your tail around. And the worst thing of all is your days are going by and you're not living them. That's the worst part about it. Yeah, your moments. So this is learning to lose, right? So, so learning to lose another big part about learning to lose is learning to like accept all the shit you think you didn't do right or good enough. Because if I don't like losing, as soon as I lose, I'm like, I don't even want to play that game anymore. Yeah. I'm not, I don't even want to play cause I don't want to lose again. But if you don't care about losing, you just want to play. I just want to like enjoy playing the game of life, which is a series of games every day. If I like to play the game, this is a game. We've done 70. Why? Because I like doing it. I'm this not the game. worried about how many people are listening to it. No. That just happens. How many eventually. people are listening to it? Can you guess? Well, we've, we're, we're approaching 30,000 downloads, which is... Well, how does that work? Awesome. Is, this, is this playing right now? No, no, no. I'm recording it. You're it's recording good. it. This is like... It's, these are like real... Yeah, good microphone. This is what Mike, Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on. These are like nice. the mics that Joe Rogan uses and... But yeah, we're, we're, we have, we finally have like actual listeners. Um, like 10? Hundreds. 
every uh, single of actual every listeners. single podcast will get at least a thousand listens listens at least but it's but the, the the really cool thing about podcasts and and YouTube is that it's growing exponentially so like last month we got five thousand downloads but you know when when I first started it was like I'd be lucky to get 500, but the new listeners will go and listen to all the episodes. All the other ones. So it's, uh, and like YouTube, like I have videos I posted three years ago that are getting viewed now. Mm-hmm. Plus I'm getting a, I have a budget now that I'm making some money with, with what we're doing, you know, what we're doing mm-hmm. on the OnlyFans website. So I'm making money so I can put money into the advertising. Um, so I'm going to, I'm probably going to spend a lot of money on, um, I really want people to hear this, so I might I'll spend some money on advertising because you can advertise the video the, uh, on YouTube, you know, and you can make an ad. Yeah. But but there's a lot of red tape and complications when it comes to ads on TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. But I'm like really seriously going. I have I hired this guy who actually just became the Netflix. Um, um, he's like a internet marketing guy where he kind of like puts together the ads and figures out the demographic and how do you get the sober podcast in front of sober people? Yeah. It's, it's just a lot of algorithm. It's kind of difficult. A lot of work. It takes time. And the principles and application YouTube stuff, it's what it is, is like 157, five to 20 minute talks. So uh, what Each a lot YouTube of people, what video. some, what a lot of people do is they'll just listen to one. They're not videos. It's a picture of me. Right. It's a hundred. There's, there's hundred about 150 upload videos, different, unique shares. So you have 150 videos on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't realize there was that many and they're short. Yeah. So like you want to get connected right now. That's all I ever talk about yeah. is being connected right now. And so you can listen to 10 minutes in your car. Well, yeah, that's great. Work. Yeah, five or 10 minutes would be great. There's right? some people Just that to... get up in the morning and listen to one of those and then do a little reading. I mean, and look, start their day. if I'm fucked up, I'm not listening to music. Right. I'm going to the website. I'm going right. to your podcast. I mean, I did that so and I shared about how that. How do I find it on YouTube? What do I? I'll show you. Yeah, you just type in principles in, in application. application in the search and it'll pop up. And I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I've already plugged him multiple times on my Instagram, which I now finally ha- I now have like 20, 21, 22,000. But like the engagement on my platforms right now is like insanely, it's amazing. It's like, it's really good. Like the people, like I'm not getting, me and my wife, well, you know, this isn't, we're not dancing or doing a trick or making, showing someone like it's not like viral it's like it's true it's honest it's me it's it's us it's like there's a if you become a follower or a fan of what we're doing you it's 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 really like helping you so um it's just like it's just different than a lot of people Mm -hmm. um that are that are growing and Mm -hmm. but i mean so i gotta watch that and i kind of wanted to um kind of just since I know you're kind of doing a similar thing. Um, and so is Michaelis and so are a a lot of people I know in the program that they're realizing, okay, if my primary purpose is to help another alcoholic and to carry this message, why would I not use this medium? Which is literally the most, it's like, 
it's really the only way or, or the most important or the, or the most useful tool we have to communicate with other human beings. Yeah. So social media. Yeah. Now that everything's on zoom, all especially, the meetings are on zoom. It's like, especially okay. now. So it's everybody's on zoom. Yeah. Everybody, but see, every but, meeting, right. But see zoom, you can't really new people that don't know about the meeting. They can't really find. I mean, I, I just, how is someone in Texas or Kansas or Ohio who's miserable and they don't know what the fuck to do? What, how are they going to get this message? What do they do? What should they do? Yeah. Well, the central office now like give out the Zoom meetings or something? Are I think codes? there's lots of lists around about online meetings. But like, yeah. But, I mean, really, can you imagine being new and walking into a Zoom meeting? Like you don't <laughs> yeah, get to be in the yeah. room with people yeah. and I don't. you don't get to walk out of the room and then go have coffee and yeah. do that whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, my dad's been sending me a lot of crazy statistics. I stopped and... doing the Zooms. I, I don't know. I just don't. It oh. doesn't feel right to me. Have you been to one of mine? No. Why don't you come? Wednesdays okay. and Saturdays, 11 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, and will you like get me up? Because I want to come too, but I just can't get up. Wednesdays come this and Tuesdays. No, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Saturday. Okay, Saturday at 11. Yeah. Okay. More Americans uh, were consuming alcohol in 2013 than they were in 2002. Um, study, 2000, uh, I think that right now we have an all-time record high of alcoholism drinking and oh suicide. yeah because people are home and yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of abuse too yeah a lot and, of, and uh, a weird thing that's happening is fentanyl is just killing junkies oh it's just killing them yeah. yeah so so i'm just i mean i can't even if you even you have a good relationship with your dad today yeah and your mom yeah that's good yeah i, I just yeah i think that um that's if you don't there's something maybe you need to look at. I feel like, sure, you know, so yeah, I have a good relationship with all my exes, a lot of friends. And I was thinking something earlier when you said that we don't like to listen, you know, we're, I'm, a, I just want, just listen. I'm going to talk. That we don't like to, we can't. No, but I'm going to talk. Let me talk motherfucker. I want you to hear what I'm trying to say. This is my I, podcast. You know what I'm saying? But so I'm so crazy with that. I'm like my mind and I'm so like, uh, just waiting to talk. But I want to try to listen, but I'm so, I think everyone, so I'm like that, right? So I think everyone else is like that. So I'm figuring out new ways to get people to like, like I made this thing, right? And I want him to listen to me so badly that I made him the co-host. And now I'm like, yo, now I want you to want, I want you to need me now. And I'm going to help you. I want you to to want to be a part of this thing. That's how badly I want to be heard. Does that make sense? I want to, I have a partner with my company and a band. I want everyone to just be like, I don't know if that's you wanting to be heard. I think you just want people to be part of your dream. I do. I really badly do. And, um, I'm just trying to see my alcoholism in that. And I just thought I wanted to kind of ask you, do you want, more views and why and, and how much of that is ego and then yeah. you wanting to help and how do we navigate that you know what i'm saying because yeah. i'm i'm really struggling with that or maybe i'm not struggling i'm just i'm wanting to be honest with myself yeah. about it yeah. you know because yeah, there's a question. little bit of there's a little bit of both it's a great question yeah because it 
feels amazing when people want to hear what you have to say. Right. But it's also amazing to have something that people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And they, it does feed itself. Yeah. I mean, I, most of the meetings I do now, I lead them. Uh, but I lead them because I want to be here in the now. This is where I want to be, right here. Mm-hmm. And so I lead, my meetings are set up to be that. To, we meditate, we pray, we talk about the now, and we try to be in the now. And that's, that's so I've set up, what I've done is set up meetings that feed me. Yeah. Because I want to be present. And, but in that format, we're present. And people are getting present. And they're enjoying it, and they're coming back. So then it's a self-feeding thing. Now there's people that want to hear you because you're giving them something that they want, and then, but you're also getting something that you want. Mm-hmm. And it, is, it does feed the ego. Definitely is an ego-feeding thing. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people go down. Yeah. Like, a lot of people start abusing that Power. position. Yeah. And they start sleeping with the people they're talking to, and mm-hmm. they start... Dude, I gotta be honest. Using the people that they're talking to? A- a- every single time I get a message, 90% of them are from women. Right. And if, I, if the profile... I mean, dude, I have like a lot of people messaging me. Sure. And I look at the profile, and if they're like... I'm like, ooh, I wonder, if, are they hot? I go to their page... And if they're hot, I'm liking a couple photos, right? And I'm writing them back, right? And I'm, you I see, I'm, son of a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I and, and 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 you're married. Well, but our we are kind of yeah. I mean, so we're in a, kind of an open marriage, but okay. like not like we're not out there like fucking mad people, like you know. But like my wife and I are kind of like we have a different, and that's a, another part of like the why um this is growing because we're talking about you know human emotions yeah. and um, your humans are attracted to other people Absolutely. and if you make a mistake why should you throw away all this if i if she goes she went to new york and if she were to get drunk or high and and and, and have something with a guy i'm not gonna leave her over that i'm just not and she's not gonna leave me over it either so yeah but you don't know that that's a story that well, you, that's, that's least, a story that you've made up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I don't that's know. A story. You, you don't know when what it kind happens. Of landslide you might, might not be able to live with that. Well, so I heard her like yeah. she was having sex with another man in that room, and I heard it, and I walked in because we were doing something with with this other couple, and it hurt really bad. But I got over it, and it, it helped us grow in ways I never thought we could grow. And uh, we're just exploring uh, openness and honesty and, and, and love and facing my vulnerabilities and insecurities. And Well, that's cool. But if you're trying to carry a message mm-hmm. and the lines get blurred there, that's not cool. Okay. So what do you mean by if that? If you're carrying a message and people are looking to you as a person that is safe to be around mm-hmm. because your interest is in carrying a message. Yeah. And then you're carrying a message to vulnerable people mm. and they become vulnerable and you sleep with them. Oh no. That I, no, would I'm be not. like pretty much a total that no, would I'm that not. would be a that would be terrible. In my eyes, I think that would be a a terrible thing to to do because 
a per, that then you might crush their chance of ever trusting anybody again. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I've actually that's never happened, nor would it. Um, I'm not. I'm talking about like a couple that we were friends with that were also married. And yeah, that's a difference. We were experimenting. And then you were doing, yeah. And I, I actually, at first I thought he was saying that you can't carry the message and also have like an open. No, <laughs> no, you can do whatever you want. Right, right. No, I but would you never. Can't, but you can't be in a position no, no, no. to where sick, vulnerable people are coming to you for help. And part of the help is you're sleeping with them. That's not. Well, I'm actually glad that you, that you're bringing that up because that's not, I haven't really in my mind, I haven't really made that clear. Cause like a lot of guys do it. Like the, Bikram did it yeah. with the yoga thing. But evidently, the, li- and- the line for me is a little bit blurred from like, okay, if someone's following me on Instagram, they might not be in recovery. They might just be following me because they love how me and my wife are and they are there. Are they like my band or my production company or what? So, but if, I just think it's, it's a good rule just to have like from now moving forward for me, like stay away from anyone that's like air quotes, like could possibly be like a fan or whatever, which is weird because when I was in the band, like, yeah, that's all you did. I mean, it was like, <laughs> but that's I mean, why you get in a band. Well, but, to, but it, which is, <laughs> isn't that kind of, I guess, wouldn't that be sort of a little bit like wrong too then? But I guess it's okay if you're a rock star. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, that's that's like a given. Yeah. But the weird thing but about it isn't it isn't it a little abusive to just go to cities and I mean, just well, rape and pillage but, because you're the guy playing the guitar and they all look up to you? Well, well, it's, what it, what it's is not, the message you're carrying? It's not rape or pillage if they want to do it. it it's, it's consensual. Well, they're not really caring. I, we weren't really caring. I mean, our biggest song was called "Sex and Drugs." You yeah. know what I mean? So I was so. That's a that's a whole. Diff, that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys are playing the guitar to attract women, and yeah. women are going to see guys play the guitar, and everyone's having sex with everybody. Ironically, I mean, that's my idea of a, of being a rock star is that. Yeah. So, Kaya, when you edit this, I want this right now. What I'm about to say to be the clip we put on Instagram. Ironically. I was the one who was, cause I'm sober. Right. And I'm on stage. Right. And I'm doing the, I played a guitar actually, cause we were in an electronic pop group. But when we would go, we would, we'd be at the club and I'm sober, kind of awkward. Right. Everyone else is drinking my, my, the girl and the guy in my band are actually dating. And I'm like, just, and the girl, there's some girl, she's a fan. She wants to, she's kind of drunk. She wants to oh, take her home to the hotel. Now I'm sober and I'm supposed to be living up to this idea of like this guy and I'm not, and I'm like afraid and I can't perform. And I'm like, that's what it looked like for me. Hmm. I wasn't able to be that guy. I was hmm. like this vulnerable, scared, normal person who like couldn't connect to this girl because she's wasted and i'm sober there's no connection so i can't even yeah, isn't it was, that funny it's like a some of the like worst a, moments it's like my fantasy yeah oh my of God. what it would be to Dude. be a rock star Bro. but it's just my fantasy because everybody's a real person and some Dude. people are too drunk to perform and some are too shy to perform and even though you can get up on the stage and play the guitar doesn't mean you're going to be like a great sex machine right and, <laughs> and i just want to say like that's okay like that's my part of my goal uh, doing all this is yeah. to let people know that like I have 
shortcomings, vulnerabilities, fears. Like I cry, like I fight with my wife and like, that's all okay. I was in the bed in the hotel room and I'm looking over at this girl. I mean, beautiful. Like I'm looking at her ass. I'm like, wow. And I just can't do anything. And it was like torture. I was up all night trying to like figure out what to do. I'm in the bathroom watching. I'm like, it was the, one of the worst nights of my life. You what know? was your head saying to you? Just please just work. Please just work. Yeah. And it just wouldn't. Yeah. And the more and you I'm, were sober, I'm sober. I was and the sober. more you try, the less it's going to work. Yeah. So I'm sober. I, I was, I've been sober the whole, I, you know, I, I got, yeah. I started the band like my fifth band I started and, and I got the deal sober through the whole thing. And yeah. I don't know if it would have been any easier. I, I, I definitely didn't have those kinds of problems when I was getting loaded. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that when you get sober, it's like, yeah, it might sound corny to say, but like we, we, I think we do want a connection, some kind. I want to know that that person like wants me. Yeah. Right. Maybe. I, I don't know. I've spoken about this with my therapist a lot, but. But yeah, you know, I think that social media, Instagram, um, everyone presenting the best version of their outer life and then everyone else comparing their inner life to those versions of their outer life. So me and my wife have been presenting the most honest, real, vulnerable version of our life on TikTok, which is a new platform where, where new, you can really get your, I don't know, the algorithm's incredible. Like you can go. If, if people react to what you're posting, like mm-hmm. you have much more of an opportunity to get your stuff seen. So we've been like blowing up because people are like, oh, I get, I fight with my husband like that too. Or I can totally relate to that. And it makes them feel better about themselves because we're not, we're flawed too, you know? So I'm really trying to inspire and influence others like Billy and you and DDA and everyone. I just want to try to create a little bit of a different movement in the sense of like, we don't need to be presenting our best self all the time. And, and actually I've found that when I'm not, when I'm presenting that real version, I'm actually getting even more of a reaction. I'm get, it's actually working way better than just people are sick of the fake yeah bullshit can i ask you one thing before it's all ends so how do you feel about the anonymity and all this stuff i think that i'm sorry did i no 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 i'm talking way too much about myself veronica was just talking shit about that she's like every time i walk into the room you're talking about you yeah yeah (laughs) well you're the most interesting person right (laughs) I mean, I'm just wondering. Yeah, there's a movement to make it not anonymous uh, and to take the stigma out of being an alcoholic with alcoholism. A movement within AA or? Uh, Around AA, yeah, I think so. That's so funny because we made a shirt. We just made a shirt, which is a little harsh, a little punk rock. uh, What does it say? We're not anonymous anymore. But see, this this is what people do. Human beings evolve it's like it, we're not the only ones doing this. Like when you go on TikTok, you see. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But the traditions did keep AA together when it came this close to falling apart because money and things got involved. So 
it's not something to not really consider, you know, uh, we're still working on it. I think we're going to change some of the stuff, change some things, it, but, but we're showing Randy this shirt right now. <laughs> it's, it's a little rough. It's a little rough. Nice. Because it was supposed to say, but I'm on some punk. We're on some punk rock shit. It was though. supposed to say "fuck fear" on the bottom. You know the hand flipping hand. It was supposed to say "fear," like you know, get right. rid of "fuck fear." You know, right. but we never put the word "fear" yeah, in there. You probably should add the word "fear." Then. You know what though? Definitely. I'm a little bit angry. Pretty angry. I, I'm, but I am angry. Pretty I'm upset. Angry. I'm upset because I'm getting. So many people that are in so much pain and, and, and confusion and they're so lost and there's, they're, they're, they, they're like, wait a second. They had no idea. And, and, and and what I'm saying is like, well, it's helping so many people. If you want to reach people, make a TikTok. Yeah. It's not going to happen, bro. No, it will. I don't want to, I want people to. People will find me. But that's not where... Well, if you want to reach people. Yeah. No, okay, if I want to reach people, I'm just saying what I... what what I just do a... In the morning when I'm doing my meditation, I'll just do a, a recap of my life and, and the, what I'm reading. And people love it. They're like, oh, that's so great. Thank you. And like... I'm just it saying... It just reaches a lot of people. If you had... If you were getting the kind of... Like I'm seeing firsthand, you know, people are writing me their whole life story they're in so much pain and they're so there's thousands of people but can i so i almost feel like there's i have an obligation to try to like let like i think that this should be much easily much more easily accessible because there's so many people and alcohol and drugs and addiction and whatever it's such a it's like 95 percent of the 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 root reason of why People are incarcerated and, and, and it's just such a big fucking problem. Yeah. And, and, and the solution is right here, but everyone's fucking hiding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me just say something real quick statistically. So just like the sponsees that want to call you for a month and bitch and moan, but they don't want to take any direction. Yeah. I think 98% of the human population is in pain and suffering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the human condition to be unsatisfied. Yeah. But when you, when you're getting the messages... Like yeah, you can give 50 them mess- a day and their people are saying you're, your helping, videos you're helping. are helping me so much. And it's true. Me and my, me and my wife are, are feel better about this and I, I'm 60 days clean because of your videos. So Just, what's, what's the problem? No, there's nothing. It's no ama- problem. It's amazing. No, I think it's, it's awesome. amazing. I think it's fucking, but it's like, it's, it's just, great. it's just, uh, it's just showing me like, so I spoke at a primetime meeting, right? Uh, like a week or two ago. And I, I blasted it all over my shit. Like I put it on TikTok. It got like 30,000 views. Just said, your part. I said, no, I said, come to the meeting. Oh, if you want to get some recovery, check yeah. out the meeting. I'm speaking. If you want to hear my story and my share. Oh, it was on. It was a zoom meeting. A zoom meeting. So there, there was like 30 extra people in the meeting. Hillary was like, you know, Hillary. Yeah. She was like, yeah, there's like a pretty more people. And then one girl shared and she was crying. And she was like talking about how my videos have been helping her and she was in tears. And it was like proof that this can be, this is a medium that we can use if we want to, to help people and attract people to this program and, and these meetings. And, um, yeah, that's just what we're, so there's a lot of, I'm not the tradition guy. 
Well, yeah, or else you wouldn't be on this podcast. I'm not the tradition guy. I'm not a huge tradition follower. There are guys that are tradition, you know, guys. That's not me. What, what are you? I'm a sober guy that <laughs> carries a message. If you want to hear it, come hear it. If you don't want to hear it, enjoy your life. You I'm know not, what, I have though? No, I have like, no argument with that. But for you to have the podcast and have the YouTube and make it as readily available as you have, that's... But they're available. Every, Primetime no, no, is no. now is available everywhere. Of course. Right? I think and, that's great. And I, all that stuff is there. But I think it says to me that you're like really like trying to to do this i have to carry the message exactly and for me to be able to do it to to 75 people all over the world is more interesting than doing it to 10 people in a room however Mm -hmm. if only 10 people want to show up i'm gonna do it to 10 people but i love zoom and i love being able to do meetings all over the world and and have people all over the world getting the message. And then they're talking, you know, everyone that changes their life, they don't just change theirs. They change everybody around them's lives. And there's people that I've met all over the world now that couldn't stay sober. And because of the way that I carry the message, they are staying sober today. I believe not because of me, but because they can hear me. God's working through you. They can hear yeah. you. It's a hard message. They can message hear to the hear. message through me. Yeah. It's a really hard message to hear. It is some people and but but there are there have been thousands of people that have come to the meeting, said this is the best meeting I've ever been to and never come back again. Right. Thousands of people. Yeah. So it's none of my business who uh, comes and who stays I mean, and who shit, goes. I love your message and I haven't you never come once. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Yeah. You drove to Santa Monica once, said this is amazing, yeah. I'm gonna come here every week, and that was it. Yeah, well but 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 just to just to give you a little bit of a you know I don't take it personally. Right. I mean it's it's like giving out your phone number to but but, but hold on, let me just say this. So I have therapy on Mondays. It ends at six. So for me to actually make it to that meeting on time was tricky with yeah. all the, and my therapist is out yeah. here. So I kind of couldn't. Plus I had a bunch of friends that were going to that other one. It was just, it just, and then also the meeting that you do, both of your meetings are at 11 a.m. Yeah. I'm lucky if I'm up at two. Yeah. My shit is like all fucked up, but yeah. like I, I can't. We know he has his meeting. Why haven't I made the effort? It's just a long haul and it's a lot of traffic. I, I think it... Well, I went. But but now what we got to do is do the 11 a.m. Now it's Zoom. That's what you we don't have to drive. Let me ask you this, though. Do, do you, would you mind if I like, got Blasted people it? into the meeting? I mean, we can only handle 100 people and we had 56 today. Okay. So if you overblasted it and the people that really are there because that's their, yeah. that's their group... That would be, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I, there's a way to make Zoom more than a hundred, but yeah, I haven't. Do I don't know that yet. Do you think that that many more people would show up though? Well, I'm just curious, but I I, I think we should start going because oh, we could use well, okay, another let's meeting. Let's go Saturday. Let's make a goal Saturday. And then, just and then, do it. Yeah. Then we have our Monday, and then um, it would be cool to have another cool meeting for for. And I would come to your Monday. Oh my God! That would I would be come here one Monday. I mean, I can't come regularly. That would be I amazing. Yeah, that would Monday. be awesome. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. We have people watching 
from Holland and Australia and different yeah. places. And then we have like a decent amount of people that are in the, I mean, you don't mind that it's not a, an A meeting. I don't care. It's a sermon on the mountain. It's meeting. a spiritual gathering of people that want to be more present in the now. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. I don't care if you're drinking or jerking off or spending it. money or whatever your deal I is. I don't it. care. You know what I found was really amazing. And there's some people like Jason and Victoria, they have a lot of knowledge. They're doing this. They're not addicts and alcoholics, but, but they're, they're really they're, they're, they're doing stuff. But they're Christ, yeah. they're Christians. That's cool. Yeah, they're I mean, not Christians. Well, they're not Christians, but they're Jesus freaks, is what they would say. <sighs> well, not even Jesus freaks. They just follow the teachings. They, they have a they have, yeah. They, they follow love, the teachings. Love Jesus. Okay, good. Well, I guess maybe. What, they do you, what, what are your he, thoughts on Jesus? He carried a good message. Mm-hmm. He was a good message carrier. Mm. I mean, I read Sermon on the Mount every morning. Yeah, Sermon on the Mount is supposedly Do you ever find downloaded that from so Jesus, right? And isn't that where the program came from? Maybe from Jesus, from this, you know, from the the blib- the Sermon universe. On the Mount. But Jesus is to me, it's just another name. He's an ar- for it's another thing that has all knowledge and all power. Archetype. There's a thing. I don't know what it is. There's a thing that has all knowledge and all power. Some people call it Jesus, some people call it Buddha, some people call it Allah, some people call it Moses. So it doesn't matter what you call it. They're, they're all pointing to all knowledge and all power. And you have that inside of you. I have it inside of me. So do you think if there was no literature, we'd have it anyway? Yes. Just say we were ancient humans, we would have it. Yeah, we would be way more intuitively guided then than we would now. Really ask him what he needs learning to lose means. I like that. I was gonna answer that before. All right, let's hear it. What do you think? Randy, what do you think learning that's our brand, what do you think of that that term? What does that bring up for you? Funny you should ask, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Learning to lose so Really, learning to lose is the same as learning to win. They're the, that's just the opposite side of the same thing, and neither one of them is real. There's no winning or losing. You, you, if you can lose, you can win, and they're just opposite sides of the same coin. There is no winning or losing in God's world. There's just being present right here, right now. There's no, some days you have money, some days you don't. Did you win? Did you lose? No, it's not a, it's not a competition. So there is no winning or losing, but learning to lose is, is learning that it's okay to lose just as much as it is okay to win. And <laughs> learning to lose is, you have to learn to lose. Otherwise, you're, you, you are a loser. If you, you know, my deepest, darkest fear is, my deepest, darkest fear is that I'm a loser. That you're going to lose, yeah. No, that I am a loser. Right. And that you're going to find out. And that the people that come to my meeting are going to find out that I'm a loser. Mm. But I'm willing to tell you, I am the world's biggest loser. I love it. I am. I'm a loser. I am another gentleman loser. You know that Steely Dan song? Yeah. There's some really cool songs about... And then, you know, the Janis Joplin song, which Chris Christopherson wrote 
Um, freedom's just another word for nothing, nothing left, left to, lose. to lose. Some cool freedom. stuff. So, so yeah. my friend Dane was a great songwriter. He wrote this song. It wasn't even called Learning to Lose. It never got released. He died of cancer six, seven years ago, but I was in a band, punk band with him. And so he kind of wrote the song Learning to Lose and he just uh, watching him die. And, and, and at the same time I was losing my band and I just, it's just weird how it all came back down. But I was actually on the phone with my accountant the other day saying like, bro, we need to get this. Like we need to own the phrase. I needs to be the biz. I need to, we got merch and learning to lose. It's a cool little thing. Because the word, like you said, like I've actually never heard it described as well. Because I'm always trying to, I I never can find the words, but like he's right. Like it's the same thing. Winning, losing. It's like, it's all, we've, our society and humans have have made losing like a thing. You know, it only applies to like sports really. Be a winner, you know. Competitive, like that's the only. Business, No, I'm saying, but I'm saying like. To actually, you can actually lose a game. Yeah, somebody's going to lose. But 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 when it comes to like living life, and 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 if you're living by these principles, losing is just you, you only you can't lose. You're only closer to learning something. Actually, I think that when we lose, we actually grow the most. It's almost a good thing. It's almost like the pain and, and the losing is where it, those are the times when we grow the most well life is losing i mean one day we're going to lose our life too i mean we're just constantly losing and we're winning you know we're Uh, we're, yeah i also like it because like i think western society and you know charlie sheen like that whole winning thing and like like, all i do is win 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 get money fuck bitches like this is a huge rap culture is like this is the biggest the movement right now with like takashi and all the rappers and it's all about money and winning. And I mean, there are certain people that aren't, but I think like to, 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 to create some kind of a well, we brand all, around, like seeing things a little bit differently and more clear to, to, as, as to what it really takes to be happy. Like, and I think there are a lot of people like, yeah, do you, do you, do you follow like Russell Brand or Jordan Peterson or I don't follow anybody. Joe Rogan or you don't listen to like any podcasts or there's you, some really you, cool stuff. I know there is. Like, you, um, I just, are you going to listen to this one? This one, what I'm on? Yeah. No. I mean, not unless uh, you tell me I need to hear this again. <laughs> You're, This is great. You're I don't listen to any of my. I don't listen to any of my stuff. Yeah, I love that. I don't either. <laughs> I can't really listen to it. I just can't do you it. You already it's know. Done. It. You know why? It's done. This is gone. <laughs> this. What's happening on this podcast is happening in this room right now. I'm experiencing it right now. I, I don't need to relive this but so what i do? will tell you this i'm listening to the podcast as we're but, but what as you, it's happening right now but what do you do when you drive do you, do you listen to music or what, what do you lately i've been listening to like npr or music right are you into like politics or I'm not into it because it's just even so crazy right now yeah. yeah i have an opinion you do because i feel like i don't even i have a lot of opinions. i feel like <laughs> i don't even want to have an opinion because i just don't fucking who the fuck really knows yeah. anything I, what i'd like to do is i'd like to get motivated to, to actually do something mm. but i'm not doing anything so that's even worse right right you, but what, to watch the tv and have an opinion about it right is worse 
it's just painful. Yeah, I don't because I'm not doing it. So get up and do something. Right. But I don't know what to do. But I know there's some phone numbers to call if you want to know what to do. I don't really want to know what to do. Right. Because I got my little life and I'm doing my thing and I got my meetings and uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get too big. I don't know what to do. I don't. It takes so much research to actually get a truth. There's and, no, and then yeah, how, yeah, how do we predict how you, it's actually going to play out? What know? are you researching? Yeah, where do you go? Who the fuck? What's well, the truth? That's why this is the only thing that's real. Like this is for me. This is what I wanted to say. One thing. All that matters. It came back. I forgot about it. But there's someone who's very passionate about this message, and and this person really kind of blew my mind in a way because I just thought A was A and it was helping me, and I was grateful for that. But this person's like, no, AA is going to be like a revolutionary changing force in the future, human, like in the 22nd human, first century. The human it's going to be a, like a movement that's actually going to change the world or something. And I'm thinking maybe, especially now that we reach so many, we're all connected. Yeah. Because it comes down to individuals, but if so many individuals are connected trying to live the same way, well, the world's going to change. Like you said, you reach somebody in Australia, they know people, mm-hmm. and it's like a concentric circle that kind of yeah. goes out. So there's some hope in that. It's not just, yeah. it's, but see, it's not just AA. Like, I think for us, we found this truth through, alco- through our addiction to we subs- lost. We lost hard, man. But, 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 but it was through substances. Right. But other people might find this message through meditation or religion or spirituality. You know what I'm saying? So I I mean, the power of now is a huge book. A lot of people have read that. And that's a lot of people relate to that. But the thing about the application of. Yeah, you have to be so beaten in order to have your ego crushed so that you you have to you have to lose everything. You have to lose everything. Do you? To be... Because they talk about raising the bottom. I know I lost everything. And, yeah. And even I didn't lose problem. everything. Yeah, ne- I didn't lose everything. Neither did so I. So you're, you're right. So maybe you don't. But, but like spiritual... But how do you... I couldn't... Emotional. I don't know how I would have surrendered uh, any other way to where I would have been teachable because I don't yeah, know. You, you, you did, though. You lost everything emotionally. Yeah, I yeah. think we were all at... Our bottom, whether or not we we had things at the time, is kind of. And I lost everything in sobriety too, which brought me to a different place. So that was. Yeah, me too. Yeah, dude, this is like, and I also even I kind of want to say that the quarantine is is sort of accelerating certain things that were inevitable, um, because it's kind of. I don't know. It's like, uh, you know, the, the, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how or why it's hard for me to explain, but I think it's, we're all re- finding the truth faster. Cause we're not distracted. Like we're, we don't have to drive to the office and drive home from the office and, get lunch and do all the, it's like, what do we really need to do? Okay. I need to, this is the work I need to do and it's going to be from home and I'm going to get it done and I'm going to have way more free time. 
you're sitting at home alone. You have no, nothing to do, nowhere to go. You're forced to look inside. That's why people are, there's the higher rates of abuse and alcoholism, which is going to bring people to their bottom quicker. And suicide. So, so I think that, I don't know, something, something's happening in the something's world, happening. you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I do think that you, you wouldn't want to say who it was that was saying that about AA. Was Astrid? She's so passionate about the AA message, yeah. like more than anyone I've ever met. Wow, so am I. But I don't think it's an AA message. It's like a God message. We're just hearing it through AA. Yeah, and that's why I was excited to create a brand around it that could be cool, the Learning to Lose brand, where, where it's not just about. I mean, we happen to find that message through AA, but that's just a part of it, you know. Yeah, no, I think it should be uh, out there for anybody who wants it. But, but, but I just know from experience that it takes desperation but, but, to, to, to but really what about, live it. But what about the 12 steps? So other spiritual programs, they don't, or, or whatever you want to call it. Like if you found, if you go to Jesus, like let's say you're miserable and you find God. Is there an application? Yeah, the they, Bible. Oh, really? Has the stories, and you can yeah, yeah. But you got to interpret those stories, and you think the AA literature is confusing. Try reading the Bible and making sense out of it, or like you know whatever. And there's so much political stuff behind religion too. Now, but that's the it's thing about so political. That's the thing about AA and the twelve there's steps. There's no outside issues. Well, like, you know the definition right. of religion. That's why, what is it? It's politics. It's like a group of people for politics or something. I think it was, I looked it up once. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was a long time ago. But but so that's think- what's cool about the 12 steps in AA. You find your own God. There's a pretty applicable 12 step thing you have to do. I mean, the idea that you're going to die if you don't do it is very uh, motivating. <laughs> you know? Right, but you can't quite say that for normal people that not, don't have... Not really. I mean, people die every day from suicide, and mm. everybody seems to be on depression, anti-depression medication. So <laughs> everybody's suffering from this thing, but how do we raise the bottom? And I think the way you raise the bottom is by talking about it as a mental illness. Mm. It's not alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's not alcoholism. It's a disease that centers in my mind it's a self-talking unsatisfiable (laughs) fault-finding opinionated mind that's always in a hurry easily frustrated and can't stand the word no and that's what 90 percent of the people suffer from so if you could get that into their head that it's your self-talking mind that's killing you and there's 12 steps as a way of life where you could learn to be the best possible you and in the process have the best possible people around you because everybody's being treated. I mean, that would be a message, right? But it's still 12 steps as a way of life. The beauty is, is that you don't have to believe in anything. Mm-hmm. Just something? Yeah, you got to no. smack them down. You know how in primetime they smack you down with a disease? They break you down. So you're like, oh, I'm up against this devastating thing, which is going to steal my life from me. That's and. Right. But it's going to take a long time and I'm going to be a miserable fuck and then I'm going to die. And I have no chance of redemption or a good life. Right. Somehow you got to smack them with that message, you know? Yeah. Do you believe that there are people who don't have this 
thought life? Yes, a few, maybe two or three. No, seriously, because I almost <laughs> I don't. It's I don't. I wish I knew. Right, I don't know because yeah, I feel like my wife. I don't know. I think everybody has a self talking. Yeah, but like sometimes, like my I feel like my wife and I don't know maybe ten. I, I feel like there's some people in my life who don't. I think their volume is not turned up as high. Yeah, they're they're not like they don't think like this. Um, like, are some are sicker than others? Is do you think that's true? Like, some alcoholics are way more alcoholic than other alcohol or damaged. Yeah, yeah like others. I feel like you are like some people are more damaged. Yeah, like like I want to say you're like a pretty damaged gnarly person. alcoholic. Thanks. It's it, no meaning. Well, like, that's because you carry always, a, you can't carry a message like that if you don't have it. You know, you what haven't I'm lived it. Well, that's yeah. what the, all the best speakers, all the people that carry the best message, are like the most. They damaged. need it the most. You well, that's know? what I used to say about primetime. Primetime, everyone thought, oh, we're in primetime, and primetime is this elite thing of AA. Yeah, it's, it's, for, it's special. Primetime is special. Like, specially damaged people mm. relate to primetime. Yeah. It's not for the top. Primetime is for the most damaged alcoholics that can't function alcoholics. Some people come into AA... And they stop drinking, and yeah. they go to a few meetings, yeah. and they have great lives. Yeah, that's this. Is... Some people have that. I, that was not my story. I had, I was damaged. I wanted to kill myself every day with two and a half years of sobriety. My mind just kept saying, "You're a loser. You should kill yourself. You're a loser." You, that was my mantra. Where do you think that got that from? Or who cares? Doesn't matter. Doesn't but... matter. It's alcoholism. Yeah. But I don't have that today. Every day, but, all day. But do you, do you go to therapy? Have you been doing that stuff? I went to very little therapy. So, so you've never really... Therapy... Like, explored the traumas of your past and your dad didn't give you enough out of boys. The solution and, is not in the problem. Right. But I mean, my therapist is like, you know, look at... Like, like, like mourn, mourn the father you never had. Know that the trigger is, is, is your dad. It's not the person you're really just mad at your dad. I'm not really mad at my partner. I'm kind of more mad at my dad. And if I know where that comes from, I can, I don't know. You still have to turn to God. Yeah, for sure. You still have to turn to a higher power to be okay in the moment that you're in. Does it matter if it's your dad or your partner? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. So yeah, that's kind of one of the things around primetime also is that it's so focused on the disease that there are unbelievable disease geniuses walking around that can identify their disease and they're really good at it. But it's not about identifying the disease. It's not about being good at identifying the disease. It's like being good at turning. The answer is in the turning. Away from self to God. Mm hmm. Right now, always. It's not about seeing the disease because the more you see it, the more you're living it. There's no relief in seeing the disease. It, all of the relief is in the turning. Can, can you you just, just need to be able to be aware that it's there. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah, you, you definitely need to know. You, you know, need awareness. You need to know that what, that self-talking mind is the disease. And, yeah, and how bad it can be, and that will motivate you to turn. Well, I mean, you didn't know. But how bad could it be today? It, it, the bad that it could be today is much less bad than the bad it was before. Well, the bad it was 25 years ago was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. 
the bad it is today. But I mean, to be so aware that it, it could go, I could, if I don't stop living this way of life, I could be in a lot of trouble. You don't think that's important to know or even to, even in this day, I, I think be, too, there's, I think there's too much emphasis on the disease side and not enough on the I thought recovery that for a while side. when I was going, I was like, God, we hear this disease, disease, disease. Yeah. Like when John, when John Shaw shares, yeah, I know. that's who I thought all, of when he said that. <laughs> it's just so dark. I'm like, fuck dude, when am I going to get the Perry's sunshine in a fucking bright sunshine place? You know? But but what if you can't turn like on the way home like I was listening to your I was listening to your I couldn't like I couldn't stop the fear of my partner you know hating me or you know what I'm saying So were you talking to God or oh were my. you listening to a thing I was trying to talk to God but I was What were you were you trying to get God to change your state of mind or were you just mm-hmm. saying look at me I'm jealous I'm angry. I'm a resentful person. So rightly relating myself to my higher power is about being rigorously honest with my higher power right now. I'm a guy sitting in a chair. Mm, And then the turn just happens. I have a lot of insecurities about what's going to happen with this tape. What's going to happen with this recording? Is this okay to be doing this? Mm. And I'm talking it over with my higher power, not with you, not to get anybody's approval and not to get God to change anything. There's no changing. It is. This is just being honest. I am scared that my partner doesn't like me. Yeah. I need everybody to like me all the time. God, for me to be okay. Mm -hmm. Do you like me? God, Mm. am I okay? Rightly relating yourself to God is just being as honest as you can with him. Not trying to change anything. Not just, asking for anything. Not wow. changing anything. It's just, just saying, him. look at me. Wow. I'm scared. I'm feeling like a loser again. Reveal yourself to God. Exactly. Rightly wow. relate. That's what it says. And just like sit there and just be yeah. like, look at me. Yeah. Here huh. I am. Maybe that will help me make that turn. Maybe because I because I, I just... you're fighting, you're trying to not be where you are. Uh-huh. Ted used to say every day to me, "I'm not where God wants me to get to, but I'm right where He wants me to be." I got to start from here. I got to start from reality. What's the reality of my situation right now? And then you just speak that to God. You just speak that truth to God, and then. Whatever's needed will be added. Well, I think that's a great way to. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I would love to have you on Monday. Yeah, I'll come on a Monday. This was great. I, we're this might be the longest podcast we've ever done. I don't. I might have to compress really? it. How long we've we been here? Two, two, and, two and, and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah. How'd you know it was two? Because it says three. I know. Because I'm a. You I'm know. A, I had a video production. It starts company. at one. You started at one. Yeah. I, yeah. Cool. You yeah. did. You had a video production company for thirty years. Whoa. I still have a video production. So, company. what did you guys do? We did a lot of um, sales and marketing videos, and then I had a kid that worked for me. He was a kid then, named John Lechago, and he mm. said, "I have to make a movie, or I'm going to quit." And I said, "All right, let's make a movie." And we shot our first film on DV Cam mm. for sixty five hundred dollars and sold it worldwide. Mm. 
And then I made about four more terrible monster movies. What movie? I made The Mexican Werewolf in Texas. What? Yeah. Hold on. What was the production company called? Turning Point Films. And this was a company that you started like 30, when? I started it in 1990. How are we, how did we not even talk about this? How did he not tell you this? Because that's what you do. Yeah, I know. We've had this conversation outside of the meeting. I remember having it uh, vaguely. I remember talking about it. Um, I'm just not actively, I lost my desire to shoot talking head videos, which was most of the corporate stuff. Right. After doing some films and then. Yeah. I was making these films in the low budget world and the distributors were taking most of the money. Yeah. And I felt like, ah. So, dude, that's why I'm trying to build the platform. Like, the fact that I have 20,000 on YouTube, finally, I've been working at this for so long. And now we're doing ads and like the platform. If I can get that YouTube up, I can make whatever I want to make. And I have the, I have my own distribution. It's amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I've been, what I've been tripping on for since I started this company. But building that platform is hard. You got to make, you got to keep making videos that are going to get views. How do you do that? You know, I park in the wrong spot in Malibu and the girl puts a, a, a note on my window. She says, you parked in the wrong spot. Call me. I call her. She comes out and me and her have this whole fight and I film the whole video. thing and I posted it and it's like, it's weird shit like that. Like this guy in Best Buy was acting weird and, but it's also a bunch of different stuff. But, uh, the guy threw a hat at my drone the other day and I, my guys filmed me, talk to him about it. And it sounds like a lot of conflict. For you. No, no, no. But we resolved it. Oh, nice. So I resolved it with like love. And oh, I nice. told him, bro, like I'm just trying to film this show about getting sober out here. This is where I grew up. Like, I just wish we all had more love in our heart. Like throwing a hat at a drone, like that's not coming from a place of love. Like what if you, I don't know, it was cool. And we ended up, no, like my goal is to like transmit this loving message in everything I do. And, but the interesting part is it's the drama that gets them. Mm -hmm. But then if you can resolve it. Nice. But yeah. All right, Randy, let's, uh, we're going to wrap this up. That was good fun. Yeah, it always ends up...